I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. We'll have to see about that. Yeah, how I, you know, that's a weird thing I never thought about. Well, like, hello, how are you? Hey, good, how are you? Good, good. good. Hi, Snowcone, how are you? Hey. Snowcone, how does it feel for your son to be a, a fan of a team that you're not a fan of? And but his not, mother is. Yeah. I, I want to know. He's a fan of the Chiefs. <laughs> But Lazo's right. Well, I mean, it's social him, media, Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, stuff. Some Pittsburgh stuff occasionally, and that's, he's got a, he's got way more Chiefs stuff though. But that's Mahomes jersey. Their team. That's who, her team, who, right? So her number one team is the Steelers. Steelers. Uh huh. And then he is also, that because she's from Pittsburgh, Kansas? No, I asked that originally. Um, <laughs> it's her. That would be awesome. Her, I feel like it could be. Maybe like, people in Pittsburgh, Kansas, root for not? the Steelers. Like, right? I guess I. It would. already says Pittsburgh on if, it. And if I was little, that's what I thought. You really thought she that? Said it I was, never uh, even considered her uncle it. Was a Steelers fan? I think he was from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. I think, but he's the one who got her into the Steelers. And so she's been a fan since she was a kid. Yeah. And I mean, but she We're goes talking about his uh, baby, baby mom. mom. She's got like Steelers jerseys and <laughs> yeah. stuff. That's like yeah. her team. Yeah. To the point where does she even root for the Chiefs or yeah, is she it roots for the Chiefs. if they're not playing the Steelers? Mm-hmm. She's got Chiefs stuff too. Okay. She always puts them in Chiefs stuff first. But if Chiefs are playing Steelers, uh, she'll root for the Steelers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what about Bomb Pop? Well, we, we don't know yet. Right. I mean, I guess we don't. He's going to have to make up his own mind. But from what it appears to me, he seems to really like Kenny Pickett. I mean, Lazo. <laughs> Just saying. Look, always, man, there's nothing. He is always talking about Kenny Pickett. I know. He, he loves he Kenny does Pickett. Love I, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, you can't stop it. There's nothing you can do. No, he likes to choose. He loves Kelsey. He knows that Kelsey I, is Taylor Swift's boyfriend. I wish, you know, I wish my oldest would be a Chiefs fan. So or a Lions fan. Your oldest was born a, in Seattle. He's a Seahawks fan. That's and it. And your youngest was was born in Kansas City. He's a Kansas City fan. So, But that does mean also that neither of them were born in Michigan. What if one of your boys. Said, man, I just love the Ohio State. They talk about it all the time. They do. Mm-hmm. And do you have to be very? I say that. I say, well, that'd be great. I, it's a, I have been putting away money for your college, and it's wonderful that I'll be able to use that on something else. Well, right. I will, I I mean, will help you guys go to college anywhere, but there. 
Come and they on. were like, what? That's what they say. And they always try to bring up, they're like, well, what if we only could get into Ohio State? I said, that's impossible. Right. There's no impossible. way you could only get into that school. But it could be the best school they get right. into. And he's like, I said, that's not, it's impossible. Well, it's impossible. Know, what's Ohio State known for? What's their thing? Are they like a journalism school? Uh-huh. Uh, Law school. Low SAT uh, scores? I have right. no idea. I, I, I don't know. Losing the Big Ten Championship three years in a row? I, I don't know. Crying? I mean, that is, you have cry to be, babies? You have to be delicate with that one. Because if you fight it too much and they're trying to rebel, then they know it's working, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, you come home, there's Ohio State stuff at your house. And they're wearing Ohio State Well, my oldest during the Michigan-Ohio State game was kind of like, yeah, I don't really care about either of these teams. Yeah. But my youngest was all about like, yeah, let's kick their ass. So he's a Michigan guy. Okay, so he's he in. Is, he's yeah. in. He's All right. in. All right. Oh, speaking of which, look at this. Lazo got me and Brooke T-shirts. Hey. You see what that says there? Oh, it says it bet. Says because Michigan. he always made such a big bet. deal about I could never say bet. I yeah. could never text tries. bet yeah. to anybody. He tries. So I saw him there, and I was like, oh, that's perfect for him. You think nice. it's cool? Yeah, that's really cool. supposed to say bet. Oh. I said, do you think it's cool? Yeah, what, you you like that. this shirt, Snowcone? Bet. bet. Yeah, there you go. Bet. Nice. I just, I can't. I saw I him, and I was like, he made such a big deal about that. And I made, like, why is that the word? Like, there's so many phrases my kids use that I'm like, I could never do that. But I don't bet hear just phrases. seems like short for you can bet on it. Like, you know, uh, bet on it. You know, I'll bet. Like, well, even Harbaugh did it, right? I yeah. mean, he's aware that it's that it's weird, right? Yeah, but he's it was funny when he years said older it. than you. Yeah, but still, I'm just saying. It, it when it was brought up, it was clear that yeah. it, I am too old for yes, it to just yes, sound yes, natural. Yes. That's all. That when yeah. I if I just started oh, incorporating it, you would have been right. like, eh, it's weird. Yeah, no, but not for a young person. No, 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 no. Yeah, but if I had just started saying it, like one day, I was just like bet, and then I uh, and you were like, what the hell? I, I said, that, no, I've it, always said that. Honest to God, that would not freak me out. Just because, because of the way I that it's been used it? in phraseology. I know we've, that's why I bought you the shirt, because yeah. we've argued about this a million times. But the way it's been used, I'll, you know, you can bet on it. I get that. I'll bet on it. I like, just, uh, I, bet on it. I, I know, know It just that, sounds like bet, like bet on it. But I heard it said, whenever it's, however many years it's been now, the first times I heard it said and, and noticed it, like this person saying bet, or when someone texted it to me, like my niece maybe texted it to me and said bet. I thought it sounded weird because I just never heard it. I'd never seen someone respond with bet like that before. You know it was our drug dealer. Now, if they said you bet, my niece was the first. Oh, really? Yeah. And honestly, I wonder how many times I'd heard it before that and didn't even notice. And maybe I thought like what Laz was saying. I just thought they were saying you bet. And I only heard Mm -hmm. bet, right? But once I saw it typed out in text, I was like, wait, she's just typing bet? And then I saw more people doing it. I was like, I wonder what the oldest, you know, person is oldest age range that's using that and able to get away with it i just think i'm a little too old i know you say there's worse things i'm sure there are i just i yeah, don't like I it don't wouldn't, hear them. I, yeah i wouldn't i don't hear those I things even, that one wouldn't be i mean i would know that it's a newer term but it wouldn't freak me out if you used it like uh you know at the end of the like, year, i don't know i'm trying to think of what other words you know they use that i would be like you know what are you doing well they use so the word of the year this year i saw was riz did you guys see that yeah we saw oh, that yeah. um yeah if you said Look at Snowcone. He's got a ton of ribs. I'd be like, okay, stop. Yeah, right. Don't. But I wouldn't be so. like if I was like, dude, Michigan kicked Ohio State's ass. You're like, bat. I wouldn't be like as nearly as freaked out as if you said Snowcone had riz. I think I just would know. I would notice the bet thing. That's all. And maybe not as much anymore. Maybe people are starting to say it more, or older people at least are starting to say it. I don't know. But I, it's. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I didn't I think you could. I didn't think you could sneak it in. What were the well, other words? I got words? a shirt that says it. Riz yeah. was number one. Uh, what were the other ones? It, it just goes on and on here talking about Riz, that it's a Gen Z term. Uh, style, charm, attractiveness, 
uh, slang. Do your That's kids charisma. use it? Do they yeah. say Riz? Okay. Yeah, charisma, right? Yeah, just charisma. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Usually, they have the the. Oh, okay. There are other ones on here. No, actually, this is. They gave me the breakdown for like last year. It says uh, gaslighting, which I'm sure we talked. That about. That was a number one looked up word. I saw some map. I won't be able to find it for you, but it was like number one looked up word for 2023 in the United States or something, and it was gaslighting. Gaslighting? Because everybody just accuses everybody of doing it. You're like, wait. Am I the gaslighter? The gaslighty? Yeah. Who's gaslighting I just who? It was a Which few it, years old by now. They said last year it was the number one word for Merriam-Webster. They said it was the number one word last year. I haven't seen. You know, Google Trends. They obviously. I mean, you can get Google Trends 365 days a year, but they usually oh, yeah. start their year-end stuff pretty soon. On God. On God, I do On see God. that. That feels yeah. like has that been around a while? Yeah, a couple you know, years. couple years at least. I saw they did do Wikipedia's top searches for 2023. That came out today. Uh, which I don't know that I've seen what, that what before. Got? So the top Wikipedia searches were uh, Russia invasion of Ukraine. I'm starting at the bottom moving That's up. That's the number one. No, I'm starting at the bottom moving up. I so up I thought you said that was a, the number. I'm sorry. What are you looking up? Top uh, Wikipedia uh, searches okay. in 2023. I thought you just said words or phrases. I'm like, the number one phrase is <laughs> no. Ukraine war on Russia. Yeah, like, how are they using that? I didn't see the follow up. Like, I'll words. tell you what. I like her like the Ukraine likes for the war on Russia. I'm like, weird. <laughs> look it up. So, look we should up get to get real political. And see if there were uh, runners up for Riz or other words that were added. Okay. But yeah, I just got this Wikipedia thing. Guardians of the Galaxy I know, man. Volume that guy's 3. got tons of Ukraine. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume I just, 3. That just means you got huge balls. We're just going to say that. You could, yeah. Dude. That guy's Ukrainian over guy? there. No, tons he's of straight Ukraine. Ukraine. Okay, yeah. straight Ukraine. Some runner-ups. Uh, okay. We got Beige Flag. Oh, okay. So yeah. I did oh, see yeah. these somewhere. Uh, yeah. De-influencing. I saw that, too. Now, wait. I had to look that up. De-influencing is. is when you say, don't buy the products Right. That you see people hawking. Okay. Is that what it is? I, I oh, guess yours doesn't I, give I, the... The thing no. I had had the definitions, but I think it said that de-influencing is when you say, hey, you shouldn't be buying like that, uh, these products that you see people talking about. Bicotting or whatever. So I think you're telling people on social media, don't yeah, buy don't these buy products. Right. Okay. Yeah, and that's uh, de-influencing. Heat Dome? Huh? He, oh, yeah. Heat Dome. I saw that, too. Now, that's that about... Um, I think it's literally about what we've talked about in the past. Like in Arizona, during the summertime, it gets hotter. Now, I think it's a, a weather thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me look and make sure. And then parasocial. Okay, and what's that? We, did we talk about We'll talk about parasocial again? relationships. It's like when you are, uh, like, you, like you, how do I phrase it? It's like, it's like you're really invested in Taylor Swift. It's a one, Swift. one-sided like relationship. Like, yeah, it's, it's a one-sided so, relationship. Like you an really example would be like a parasite? It would be uh, so. That's parasocial. Like you're a parasite. You're just stuck on that person. But they don't it's even like know if you're she there. breaks up with Travis Kelsey, like you're devastated. It's a parasite, right? Like, like Why else would it be parasite? Like it's your friend. It's Stop a psychological it. relationship experienced by an audience in their blah 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 blah. So it's with celebrities. So you're yeah. really invested in this celebrity, like you're friends with them. But yeah, they have no and idea I suppose it could be a non-celebrity, but it looks like it would almost always be mm-hmm. a celebrity. That's parasocial. And what, was that all of them? Yeah, those are the runner-ups. Okay. Uh, let's see, the other Wikipedia searches, Lisa Marie Presley, Avatar The Way of Water. I assume that movie did well, right? When it came out, it. I don't remember really seeing commercials for it. I know I'm that sure it, it did great. I know that it was streaming on HBO or whatever. I think I saw that it did well, but I don't know anyone personally that has said anything to me about seeing that movie. Obviously, you guys didn't see it. I didn't expect you to, but none of my brothers said anything about it, and maybe they don't. I just assume, I guess they don't see it either. I have not heard Brooks Family. No one talked about it, but... I think it did extremely well, right? It might have right. done almost as well as the last one. I think it did. Uh, Elon Musk was uh, top 20. United States. Matthew Perry was 17. That makes sense. Premier League. 
Um, Lionel Messi was 15. He was the athlete of the Lionel. year for Time Magazine, too. Huh? Lionel. Lionel. No, they called him. What'd they call him? Lionel. 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 What'd they say yesterday? Lionel. No, Is that what they said? Maybe that was it. Uh, Ronaldo was 14. Barbie was 13. Taylor Swift, number 12. Now, again, this isn't Google searches. These are Wikipedia, oh, but yeah, still. She won time. She won the person of the year. Of the year. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Uh. Uh, the last of I us. I saw her. She was talking about her relationship with Travis Kelsey. Did you see that? Mm-mm. She said, uh, see, I'm all about this. Yeah, I'm parasocial are. with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Well, you know, I do see a lot of it because, um, and I feel like this is the first kind of relationship that I, celebrity relationship that I'm aware of, because it comes up on a lot of sports pages, which is crazy. Like, oh, right. It's always like, you know, here it is. I'm on Bleacher Report, and it's got a picture of Taylor Swift on there. I'm like, all right. But, I mean, because she's dating a star athlete, right? Yeah. Um, what she said that... Uh, their dating started before we saw her at a Chiefs game. Okay, She said a lot of people thought or at least seemed to think that that was maybe our first date. And she was like, we're not that psychotic. Right. We went, she said, we started seeing each other. And she even said she called it metal. Like, I thought it was so metal. And I was like, all right. Oh, okay. Riz me up. <laughs> no yeah, cap. But, but um, uh, she said that. They first started seeing each other after he called her out on the podcast. Mm. So that much in front I don't know how of much that. Time. Yeah, I don't know how much time. There was certainly some time because I remember listening to that podcast mm-hmm. and him calling yeah, her out. I remember it. it right? So it was a while. And that they had hung out by themselves without anybody knowing. Uh, and that they were an item by the time she went to yeah. that Chiefs game. I know she was in town the night before the <laughs> Chiefs game. Well, no, they're talking about house. months before. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That they were dating months before. They just kept it under wraps. And then one, she said, you know, once we became a couple, it's like, you know, I support him for the things that he does and loves, and I'm going to go see him do the things he loves. And, you know, well, he when- came and saw me, and that's what people in a relationship do, or else we'd have to hide everything. And maybe that, you know, I, maybe what- she made reference to if you're in, a, like, some sort of secret thing, is it really a relationship? A tree falling in the woods? Right. W- when did her and Maddie stop dating? That drama wasn't that long before the Travis no, stuff, right? I mean, it no. was. I feel like you were talking about Maddie and Taylor. You'd become yeah, I mean, obsessed like with it, your weeks. words. Yeah, and then it wasn't yeah. too much longer. They they said that they were split, and then it wasn't too much longer that her and weeks, yeah. Kelsey were dating. I think it's bizarre that Taylor Swift would be number 12, and I know this is Wikipedia. A lot of people are probably already familiar with Taylor Swift, but just with the amount that she got talked about this year, and for the people who weren't, necessarily familiar or at least wanted more information i wonder if she's the biggest female artist or i wonder you know how old she is whatever i was surprised that she was number 12 i mean the last it's, it's of funny us, how much i like her more now she's a like i never person. knew her she's before you yeah, know what i mean so i, I was just kind of like I, I knew i didn't like the people who loved Liked her. her right yeah so that's i just assumed i didn't like her and i didn't like the idea that every record is written about some guy mm-hmm. right like jesus christ but and not just like at least from what i could tell not just like some ex but Without naming the name, everyone knew that this record was written about yeah. this dude. I'm like, okay, Adele. Yeah. I hear it, right? Mm-hmm. But now that I've, you know, gotten to know her. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, this you seem like a likable person. I, I had no idea. You know, I, I haven't listened to any of the records, but. Me neither. But, but I'm like, you seem like a decent a nice human being. You know, like what everybody said about you being nice seems to be true. Yeah. My dad seems would say true. she has a good head on her shoulders. Yeah. And Travis Kelsey, too. He seems like a good dude. Yes. So Taylor Swift 12, The Last of Us, which is the HBO, that's the zombie show, right? Mm-hmm. And video game. Although that's I felt uncomfortable for it him. It's Taylor Swift. I felt uncomfortable for him at that concert in Brazil or wherever they were. When they were. kissed? 
No, yeah. and they, she said her name. When yeah. she said his name, and yeah. then he had to dance, and the dad was there. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. The guy on the Chiefs feel, coming straight home to me. Yeah, and then they yeah. put the camera to him, and he's like, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, no. No, right. no, no. And by the way, he he's, he's a cool it. guy, yes. right? Like, he can pull it off. He looks cool. He wears cool clothes. Way cool. But even then, I was like, oh, no. I feel like I would have been like, don't ever do that. I'm not. Uh-uh. And I know he, he seems to have leaned into it, which is fine, and I'm not making fun of him at all. Seems like a good dude, too. I, from my perspective, I'd be like, yo, I play football with a helmet on. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Keep like, the back well, there are millions of people are going to see this, and I got to do this. <laughs> yeah, like, right. ah. Yeah. I would be like, no. I would duck down. I don't know what I would do. I would crap my pants. I texted some after that. I would pee down my leg and run home. Like, I can't I can't be this popular. I'm already the white guy. Come I mean, on. Right. Imagine, her show's like three and a half hours. And right. she, he's standing there in the VIP section. So you never know when the camera's going to be on. Three and a half hours, people have their phones pointed yeah. at you. Yep. The It'd entire be tough. time. Yeah, That's I'm hard, surprised. Man. You'd think that you'd want to go somewhere like that. You'd think you'd be backstage or side stage yes, or something. Get, get but break, man, he handled but... it well, and his dance moves were fine. Yeah, and then he high fived her dad, like, you know, and her dad seemed, you know, like cool with him. So mm-hmm. good for them. Uh, J. Robert Just from a personal standpoint, I would be. I don't it know what be, I would, it, it would be terrifying. I don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Not to me. No. Uh, but Jay- I guess if I'm dating Taylor Swift, I'll be like, do whatever you want. Yeah. True. He's feeling good. Yeah, you want to say that? Yeah. There's the guy from 96.5 who runs home to me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. That's me. That's me. J. Robert Oppenheimer uh, was seven. And then if you skip up, Oppenheimer, the movie, was five. Then the top four here Indian Premier League, which is cricket, I guess. Uh, number three, 2023 Cricket World Cup. Boy, our history podcast guy was lo- would love that snow cone. Yeah, I'm talking would. about, I mean, top uh, Wikipedia searches of the year. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was a Cricket World Cup that anyone was talking about, but it must be big. I, I mean, there's a billion people in India, and I think they, they like cricket, right? So that's right. got to be driving a lot of those searches. Then the top two, deaths in 2023. That has more than 42 million page views. I guess you can go on Wikipedia and just look up everyone who died this year. I've never done that before. I wait for the year end. It's at the Oscars or whatever when they do the tribute. I've never looked at the Wikipedia death page. I'll have to check that out. And then the number one thing, any guesses what people search on Wikipedia more than anything would have the most page no views idea. this year? Chat GPT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. 50, 50 million p- page well, views. There you go. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. I saw, and we were just talking about year end stuff, the like the Wikipedia searches and the word of the year and all that, but I also saw... I saw it on Yahoo Finance. I don't know if they usually when you see something on Yahoo, it's copy and paste from somewhere else. But it looks like it's from Yahoo. I don't know. They're talking about how much concert tickets cost in 2023. Now I don't know when the last time was you guys bought a concert ticket. Mm. Uh, I did buy one. What did I buy a concert ticket for? Snow cone. I think I told you. Oh Billy no, Idol? I did. I bought tickets to Billy Idol. Yeah, and was that it? I was thinking uh, yeah, that must have been the Billy one. Joel. No, I got the Billy Joel tickets from work. I think our boss gave me those. I have not been to all that many concerts lately. I know maybe a lot of people haven't. I don't know how many shows there have been. It seems like the shows, a lot of them were the big stadium Idol's shows, yeah. kind of the smaller, um, you know, yeah, medium-sized shows. Didn't start coming back really until this year, and maybe I just kind of got out of the loop. Brooke tries to keep me in the loop with what's going on. Mm-hmm. It seems like every time, it's like the other day, we know a band is coming, and then we kind of forget about it, and then... We see the next day that they were Alt J. We're like, oh, damn it. That was last night. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of that as I get older, especially Mm post-COVID. We're just like, damn it, I missed that. But 
Also, we used to get tickets to a lot more stuff than than we do now. So before buying tickets to Billy Idol, I couldn't. I don't know what the last tickets were that I bought because even if it was something that our station didn't play, we could get them. Usually, somebody would say, "Oh, I can get those for you." I have no clue what the last ticket I bought was. No idea. Me neither. Couldn't even begin to think of it. I kind of. Th- I think part of the 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 allure of paying for the ticket because I hadn't done it so long. I'm not trying to like humble brag here, but. There was something to, I want these tickets. I don't know how to get them. No one says they have them right now, so I'll go ahead and buy them, right? I'll get the right. tickets. I haven't seen them. If someone I want to see, I missed them last time he came because I dicked around waiting for free tickets and didn't get them. Mm-hmm. So I'll just buy the tickets. And I also thought, maybe I'll enjoy the show more because I paid for the tickets. What you don't think when you pay for the tickets is, okay, we saw one song. I don't feel good. Let's go home. That sort of thing. Which right. sometimes when you get free tickets, you may not go. Or you may go sure. and then say, you I mean, there's some worth the to thing. it. Right. I right. try to avoid What's traffic. That? There's some worth to it. Exactly. When you pay for it, it's like the expensive wine. It tastes better because it costs more. Well, it's like, you know, you know when we would, when, you know, when I was charged with putting on shows here, that was always a dilemma. Like, do we do it for free? Right. Or do we charge something for the tickets yeah. and try to do it as cheap as possible because people are more likely to go? Yeah. You know, and we had data for it, even if they paid five bucks for it. Yeah. They're more sure. likely to be like, well, I bought these tickets for five it's bucks. Like but if I gave it to stuff. you for free, you're like, well, I got them for free. I don't really have to go. I'm exactly. going to go do this. It's just. You don't that. even make up your mind until that it moment, is. the day of, and you're like, eh, do you want And go? you may not even, like, when you go get them, you may be like, oh, I didn't even think about it, it was your mother's birthday. They were free. I just grabbed them. Well, that's the other thing. That right? was just grab thing. them, and maybe we'll go, maybe we won't. Well, then right. how many tickets do you give out? Because <laughs> right. you know the, people we, we did aren't going to come. So, you, you, uh, you know, for all those years that we did them, it was about 50%. So half the people show up. Right. So if you tickets. like, if we were going to give out something to the Midland, we'd have to give double those tickets away. Okay. And then it would fill up. And there are rules. And then every right? once I mean, in a while, something would happen, and seventy-five percent would show up, and you'd be like, "Well, damn, sorry." Because it was a first come, first serve. Like you said, you had to say ticket. We always does not had to say, "Hey, entry. yeah, does not guarantee." Because sometimes everybody would get in, and then sometimes you'd be like. Somebody would call me at 8 a.m. and be like, man, there's, there's 4,000 people out here. I'm like, yep. damn. Yep. I could never really tell. You don't want to upset people. Right. Right. Well, I know that i But I've if you charge tickets. five bucks, you can also count how many tickets are out there. Yeah. You know? I mean, you have more connections than, than Snowcone or myself as well. So well, I don't it would have been. A, I've seen Snowcone at all the uh, highest of that's parties. True. That's true. But I, I don't remember you buying tickets to anything. Now, maybe, I don't think. That we should count this, but I, I guess it should count. We've gone to shows before where it's like a ten dollar ticket or whatever. We didn't have a ticket, or we weren't on a list, and they're like, "Oh, it's fifteen dollars day of," and we pay them at the door. Yeah, you've done that, you know, for a sure. smaller show. You go to the record bar or whatever it is. And you're like, of "Oh course. yeah, I do want to see this." Or maybe you call me or I call you the day of and say, "Hey, did you know? You know, the chameleons are in town or whatever. Right, do you want to yeah. come check it out?" Oh, okay, yeah, we'll just pay at the door. But as far as like buying tickets to a show, I think I the last had one. one. You already had one. Yeah, I already had a Mitra Dash Nine. Yeah. Not com. Go get your GoPacks. Mitra-9.com. And use the promo code PROBLEMATIC. Do please, that. Please, please, please. You get a good discount when you do that. But uh, when I bought my Billy Idol tickets, I don't remember what the face value was. for each. They were floor tickets, general admission. And I think the face value ticket, I think they were $90, I want to say, but I don't remember for sure. But I know that when I paid taxes and fees and all that stuff, all in for the two tickets for Broken Myself, it was almost $300. Wow. Which is a lot. I mean, it's Billy, it's Idol, Billy Idol, you know, too. and I, I love Billy Idol, but I also know that I missed it a couple like, times at casinos and stuff. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, and I'm trying to think. Like, I saw Billy Idol in his heyday. I yeah. remember it was the same night, the Detroit, 1989, because mm-hmm. it was the same night the Detroit Pistons were winning 
the basketball championship. That's how I can remember it. He came out in a Pistons jersey, okay. and they had screens with games on it. So I don't know if it was the last game, but it was in that 89-90 year, yeah. and he came out, had a Pistons jersey on. The tickets were not 150 no. bucks when no. he was – I mean, that it's the height. Of, yeah. he, he was playing a sold-out sandstone. Uh, same thing. That size. Yeah, it was the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. And he sold out the show. So right. It was sold out. I was surprised. I was like, man, this place is packed. How many tickets did they sell? And the people were there were like, oh, it's been sold out for a while. I was like, really? That's crazy, but good for him. I mean, he's got fans that were singing along, but this isn't about Billy Idol. The point is, that's the last time that I bought tickets. And it was the first time I bought tickets to something in a while. If we're not including those, hey, it's 10 bucks at the door, whatever, things like the that. The thing about him is he still puts on a good show. He does, and he he's does. putting out new music, and he's got these fans who are <laughs> And the new songs are pretty it, good. And they're pretty good, and people know the lyrics. It's not like, yeah. you know, with a lot of these artists, like, we've got something where everyone's like, boo. With him, he's continued to put out music, and he's got yeah. fans who are really... Uh, Die hard about it, and he feeds off of that, which he should, right? Yeah. And he does put on a good show. I don't think he needs he to take off looks, his shirt anymore. He still looks but good, though. He looks good, but I'm like, you could, you don't have to take. The but he shirt doesn't off, look chubby. No, no. Sometimes this time, I will say he looked. He just looked like, hey man, maybe this time you leave the shirt on. You oh, okay. Because I mean? the last time COVID, I saw him, I was like, man, you maybe you haven't had time to exercise, whatever. But you know, you can you can leave the jacket zipped up a little bit. But they looked back at 2023 to see how much people paid for the average concert ticket. Here's an example. Okay, one I wanted to buy, I remember, was Guns N' Roses. I don't know mm. if I wanted to, but I considered it. They did that tour, and I expected it to be <coughs> basically ridiculed. But then right. people said, no, they were great. Axel sounded great. Now, I'm not a big GNR fan, but they are kind of a legendary rock band, sure. and I'd never seen them. And so when I heard that it was a good show, I thought, well, I, I kind of like to say that I've seen them. But no one was giving me tickets, and so that you know there was this debate. Should I buy tickets? It's right. like... It's expensive, and if I buy tickets for Brooke and myself, she's not a GNR fan, but she would like to go for the same reasons I would. They're you know, big-time rock band, and you've never seen them. Mm-hmm. But I did, you know, on that one, it's like I can't quite pull the trigger. That's a little too much money. But there's so many of those stadium and, and what do you call them? Uh, well, stadium and what's team all? Arena shows, right? Oh, yeah. That it drives these average ticket prices way up. And we looked at one. What was when we looked at Snow Cone? Where we were looking at T-Mobile and we were just looking at the average ticket prices. It was, uh, wasn't the guy doing Queen? Was it the, didn't they tour with Queen and that guy who took Adam his place? Lambert. Or, yeah, wasn't it, wasn't it him? Weren't we looking at ticket prices for yeah, something maybe. he was doing? It was something crazy that Queen, I didn't. Right? Yeah. I think so. It was something I didn't expect to be expensive when we were looking at the tickets and I was astounded. But what do you guys think the average ticket price is in 2023? 120 bucks. Right? I mean, are we including these? Yeah, got to be including and we got to be including the if you're selling you can hang ticket. out in the Beyonce hive and everything else if they're not including that then it's not real. Yeah, and the and that stuff definitely exists and we see it at all those shows. They said the average for this year is up to $250. Okay. I think it was 200 yeah, $252 something like that. I'm just thinking back the average I guess maybe maybe they're not well they are taking into account probably the VIP the VIP Absolutely. stuff they're probably not taking into account the $5 club show. I don't right. know. That's my thing. If they did you'd hope it would be lower, but I guess, well, I guess if you maybe got they could these, just Go to Ticketmaster and ask them. So yeah. And if they're selling $4,000 right. VIP experiences, if you're going to include that, which I don't yeah. think you should, but whatever, that's going to drive it up. But I know they're expensive. Look, whatever show it was that we looked at, they were 150 to like $500, right, for four oh, days yeah. Somebody on show. Twitch brought this up. Did your two favorite things are going on tour, Corey Feldman and Limp Biscuit. I didn't even know about that. Yes, oh. you love Corey They're Feldman and you together? have Limp Biscuit tattoos. And one more thing, it's hosted by Riff Raff. 
who you love, Riff Raff. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Riff Raff is hosting a tour where Corey Feldman is opening for Limp Biscuit or vice versa. Festival or show? I didn't know it was a tour. Oh, okay. But yeah, Corey well, Feldman's I mean, opening. I guess if it's a festival, I got to get with Spirit Airlines and get tickets to wherever this show is going to happen. I, th- I, I thought it was a tour. Call, could call oh. Corey Feldman too and see if he answers. I could call Fred. Fred for you. He didn't answer a lot. Yeah, oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, you could call number. Fred Durst. I could. We'll see who gets a hold of him first. But that is a show. Boy, not the. It's not just something I would like to see. You guys would like to see it, whether you think you would or not. Now, you've probably seen Limp Bizkit before, but I'm saying to go and see Corey Feldman live, you brought that's him to an town. experience. You yourself brought that, him to town. That's an experience. I did, because the first time I saw him, when he came show. out on stage, I was like, I'll just watch a minute of this and leave. And I stood in the very front of that bar, right by the stage, and right watched there, him from, yes, from the intro music that he played till the grand finale was all done, all of his mm-hmm. encores. I didn't move. And my mouth, you know, my jaw didn't move from being on the floor the whole time. It was so amazing. And at the end, people went out and asked for autographs, and I just had to collect my thoughts. Like, I, that might be one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. So I kept telling you guys, if he comes again. I was there with you. That was coming. not one of the greatest shows we've ever he seen. He didn't come, so then I, I brought him I back to go. town. When I brought him to town, yeah. I went to two of them. Oh, okay. Well, the, the, but the I went first to time one I saw him at was the uh, Riot Room and then another one at the Record Bar. So yeah, the record bar was the one swept yeah, up. Yeah, and he had the Angels. You know, things have changed a little bit, but still <coughs> mm-hmm. a very good show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. And I would I would okay. recommend going Let's to see him again down. if he's opening for Blimp Biscuit. Or maybe he's headlining. Who opens that? I don't know. If you've got, I'm being serious. If Limp Biscuit and Corey Feldman <laughs> he, are playing he opens together, it. there's like four openers above him too. Oh, okay. He's last. Well, you mean that play after him? Yeah. Oh. It'll hit 24 cities. Twenty-four cities. Yeah, what does that mean? He's just going to come out and do a little song in between. Biscuit has enlisted a handful of special guests for their forthcoming tour, including Bones with Eddie Baker and Xavier. Oh yeah, Wolf. You know these Nate No Face and Corey Feldman. Each night, Riff Raff will host and MC their performances. Hmm. I wonder if he's going to be doing like comedy, if he's going to be doing songs in between things. Riff well, I guess we'll find out. Hosting. Yeah, I guess we'll find out because I'll definitely be there. If they're not coming to KC, we'll have to go to the I like that city. Limp Biscuit Dad Vibes song. That song was pretty good. It was good, man. And I thought it was good of him taking a pop at himself in the way he you, know, you didn't hear you the didn't Dad Vibes song? Oh, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was catchy. Yeah, and, and he a, came out and he had, you know, his hair's gray now and he had the glasses on yeah. and the khakis. And the, yeah. yeah, he'd made that movie with John Travolta. That was his big mm-hmm. thing. He said he always wanted to be a movie maker, not a musician. Play a little bit of Dad Vibes. Yeah, I'm sure. Play the whole thing. Played a few times, Snowcone. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yo. Yo. What's going on? You know a lot about this stuff. When you think about owners, NFL owners, who comes to mind? I mean, I think of uh, Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft. I think uh, Jerry of Jerry Jones, Jones and I think of the Ford family. And then just I would name the Fords, right? And then I think of uh, obviously the Hunts because that's they own my team, oh, right? right? Yeah. So, but I know there's probably uh, you're a big sports fan. I'm sure there's owners that get talked about. Well, I think of the Davises or the Raiders. Okay, yes, right. I should have thought of that. That's no, oh, like and then names. What about the Maras? Are they still? Yeah. Do they still own the Giants? The Giants and did they yeah. get part of the Steelers, Steelers too? too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that like one of those where it's shared and it's more than one family, or do yeah, they I'm just sure own two works, teams? They, they had both of them. Well, Lazo, you would also know. I'm guessing which ones have a reputation for being. Good owners, and which ones have a reputation for being bad owners? I know in other sports, I've heard stories about, or at least talk about, bad owners. I hear like in, in the NBA, don't people say that the owners or owner of the uh, Sacramento Kings is notoriously cheap or something? Yeah, right? I don't know. They could I, be that's been a long time. Who own casinos? I'm not sure. And, and certainly with NBA, up until recently, there's Mark Cuban, and I think Mark Cuban was thought of as a good owner. Right? He wanted to win. Yeah. He was fun. Uh, he came to the games and you know sat with the crowd, right? Did stuff like that. So I know he was thought of as a good owner. But I saw the Rooney's of the Steelers. Yeah. So are they? Consi- you think they're considered good or bad? Yeah, or you good, don't know? good, okay. really good. Okay. So and then who do you think is considered bad? Who's notorious? Well, for Dan Snyder, but he sold the team. Okay, because this article is about NFL team maybe owners. The, maybe the Davises. It says from worst to first. So. Um, you know, they talk about how rich you have to be to own an NFL team, which, of course, that's a given. They say what's not a given is what it takes to be a really good owner, the kind that elevates the team to a dynasty by putting the right people in the right place and then letting them do what they do best. And the new guy who owns the Panthers supposedly horrible. It's supposedly horrible? Okay. So they say here's a look at the owners ranked from worst to first. So I just start. We don't have to go through all of them, obviously, but start at the very bottom. we got the Washington Commanders, Dan Snyder. But you he do, sold it. Yeah. You do hear his name come up, but he's gone now, right? But, yeah. So, but that was a name that I just That was the worst, of. without a doubt. Okay. Then they've got the uh, Chargers, Dean Spanos. Do you know this name? Not really, no. It says he purchased them in 1984 okay. for $72 million. Any guess what you think they're worth now? $72 million in 84. What are they worth in 2023? Their last evaluation. That's three point eight billion. Okay. Yeah, I mean these teams. I was going to go in the billions. I was like, oh, maybe not. I when the know. Cowboys broke a billion, it was a big deal. Hey, this right. team might be this franchise is worth a billion dollars. But then it seemed like, oh no, NFL teams are just worth a billion dollars now. I don't know what smaller market teams are worth, but like the Chiefs, they they're a great team. They got the best quarterback, but it's a smaller market. So are they worth a billion dollars? I would I, I would guess yeah, if, were, if the Chargers are worth three point eight, then probably now number thirty. This one surprises me. It says Detroit Lions. Yeah, Sheila Ford. Now, I I thought that the Fords are at least considered no because they can never win. They're considered horrible owners. Of, but is it? Do they get the blame for that a lot of times? Yeah, they fans? hire the wrong GMs. They hire the wrong coaches. Yeah, I mean the the owner does have to hire these people. Right? They do. Yeah. How do they get out of the way? Unlike Jerry Jones, how do you get out of the way and say? We don't, we're not going to make these decisions. You still got to hire the owners. You, then you still have to order the GMs. Or you have to at least hire someone who's a consultant. And then you can blame, hey, this consultant that chose the, own, no, chose, chose the, the GMs. Owner. Right. Still Our the bad. owner. So it's always, the buck is always going to stop with you, right? Yeah, you um, own it. 
So people don't like the Ford family. I mean, as owners, they don't, they don't like they them don't. as owners. If the Ford said they were selling the Lions, would people rejoice or would they be a little freaked out? I think they'd be okay with it. I, really? I think the only thing that would bother them is you wouldn't want the Lions to move. That's the thing, right? right. And yeah, Ford's so not going to move They're not going to move the Lions out of Detroit. And also, if you're going to have a rich owner, you know, it's the Fords. It's well, an it's American Ford icon. Field, sure. Yeah, and they, you know, union employees who make well, a good that's living probably all changed drive now Detroit. Lately. What's changed? Just uh, how much how, they hate the Fords. People, okay, because they're doing better. That's they're what doing I thought. Better. If they win if a, win, a Super Bowl, fine, yeah. then they'd probably be good for years to come, right? Uh, they got the Browns near the bottom here too. Jimmy and D Haslam. Haslam, yeah. do you know them? I yeah. have no idea. They say that the uh, current value for the Browns is three point eight billion. So I got to think that means that when you get to the Chiefs, they're going to be worth over a billion. Uh, the Dolphins, Stephen Ross. I don't know this guy, but he bought the team in two thousand eight for a billion dollars. They're worth four and a half billion now, actually a little more. And they've got him below. They got all those people below. I don't know why he'd be below. Yeah, let me see. I know he kind of got in a little bit of trouble for tampering with Brady or whatever, but it says he turned his real estate fortune into NFL ownership when he purchased the Dolphins for a billion dollars in two thousand eight. Fifteen years later, the team is closing in on a five billion dollar valuation. Well, that's an amazing investment. It has little to do with the team's success and more to do with the fact that it's one of the most desirable markets in the U.S. He's been so desperate to win, he orchestrated illegal meetings. Yeah, okay, go. so that's what they're going to talk yeah. about. Exactly. I know. That doesn't bother me. That doesn't mean you're a bad owner. That means you're trying to you're win. trying to win. And to have him below the Panthers owner, David yeah. Tepper, who I do hear stuff about, and I don't know what his deal is if he's been accused of stuff Oh, too, yeah, that's true, Casey. Chiefman, what? Yeah. The Dolphins owner apparently did tell them, like, hey, you guys should, let's try to lose some games here. Okay. So we can get a better draft pick. So, okay. Yeah, then they fire the coach and he accused them of Yeah, but I don't think that went anywhere. Yeah. Can we all agree that that year the Colts, after uh, Manning left, Suck for the, the Colts were like, you know, 1-15 and 15 or whatever they were? I mean, yeah, do we agree said, that that was on purpose? They sucked for luck. That was well, that's what the team, the fans said, suck yeah, for luck, right? Yeah, I think right? it was pretty like, openly. But did, was there ever any investigation? <laughs> Got him. I didn't know you. I thought Lazo might tell me no. There was a you know they talked about it. Someone was caught on. No, the they say it all the time. Purpose. Okay, I think it was like right. an open season. Anything that they can, but every year they'll say that. I don't know, you know, what the Bears are saying now, but it's something for Caleb, I'm sure. <laughs> well, speaking of the Bears, uh, the owner there, she's at number twenty five, Virginia McCaskey. Do you know Virginia McCaskey? No, her. Here's the uh, I impregnated her thing. I wonder owners who've owned teams the longest because it says the. Uh, Team was bought by this family, or her. I mean, she looks like she's a thousand years old, so maybe she was alive. But nineteen twenty, yeah, says a hundred dollars. That's yeah, what that's it says. True. Says it was a hundred dollars in nineteen twenty, and that the current team value is five point eight billion. Yeah. So I mean, look, it is the third or fourth largest market in the country. So yeah. then they've got um, the Davises of the Raiders down at twenty four, which I like seeing. You know, the the thing is, part of the rivalry that the Chiefs had with the Raiders. All those years, it was our owners that hated one another. Yeah, you know they really despised one another, and that, and obviously same division, but that really fueled that rivalry. And I feel like you know now, especially since the team has moved. But once Lamar died, I mean there was still a big rivalry. But then when the Raiders moved and moved back, it just kind of I feel like it feels. Well, it's out. hard for there to be a rivalry now because the Chiefs have been so much better. Well, that's the other problem now. Yeah, but I feel like it had started to kind of fizzle out. Before then, I get it. You make new rivalries. Certainly, the last couple of years, the Chiefs have. But been. when the Raiders beat them and did the circle around, yeah, people were upset about that. So I feel like yeah. it's still a rivalry. It's still, it's just still they have to be better. Yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, though, Lazo, you go to the grocery store, and if you wanted cheap stuff, I'm not exaggerating. About half of it said something about Raider hater or oh, okay. had imagery of Raiders. That it was it was a huge huge deal. Now I Jack, did T brag. I did. If you're questioning what I said, 
the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars guys at uh, 23, and that's how do you say his name? Shahid Khan. Yeah. Right? Does that sound right? And he bought him in 2012 for 760 million, and they say the team's worth 3.45 billion dollars now. So who do you think the why best do they hate him? I don't understand why they hate him. I, I thought you knew. I thought that you. Well, I mean, I guess. Him. I mean, he hired Urban Meyer. Okay, but then he fired him pretty quick, and he seems um, to have turned the team around. He made his money in the auto parts industry. He's worth $12 billion, they estimate. At least. He owns AEW Wrestling. They say it's been a wild, ride, a wild ride since the team, blah, blah, blah. Dogged by rumors uh, that they were going to move to London, okay, until the last few years with the franchise quarterback and Trevor Lawrence and a new stadium on the way. The future seems brighter for the team. Khan seems like a pretty good owner on the surface and came really, really close to buying the St. Louis Rams in 2010. It will be interesting to see what happens to the franchise if they become as good as they could be in the next few years. So wait a second. You're telling me me he's not that bad, (laughs) and he could be even better, but you've got him all the way down here at 23. I don't understand. I some sort of reason for why you The Jaguars look pretty good, and it wasn't too long ago they were talking about moving him out of Jacksonville. Right. Is that the only thing? Because they mentioned the moving to London. Is that why you do? Do you not like auto parts? I don't know. Right. I don't understand. So down at the top, who do you think they have? Number one? Yeah, who do you think they say is the Pittsburgh best, Steelers, the the best owner? You think the, the Steelers could be number one? Yeah. Because this is one I have no idea. They've got Robert Kraft. Okay. And I might guess Robert Kraft, but I also might be told by everyone around me, are you crazy? Everyone knows he's a terrible owner. Well, I don't he, think he's terrible. I think people he, like him. but he, Okay, I, I didn't know. You just I think mean, of him Rooney's and Brady. feel like, you know, they have the Rooney rule and like he sticks with coaches for a long time. I don't know. It's like, what is it? Like... Five million years since they've had a losing record. Like, yeah, guys done pretty good. Yeah, uh, they've got Jerry Jones at two, which I also thought he might be low because since I was a kid, there's been talk about how he needs to get out of the way a little bit, and yeah. you know. But look, they're good again this year, right. so we'll see. And then they've got Pittsburgh Steelers Art Rooney at number three, uh, the Green Bay Packers Inc. at number oh, four. Yeah, the fans, yep. The uh, Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie. Yeah, what's He's his legit. deal? He is. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. It's, uh, it talks about how he had tried to buy uh, NFL teams a couple times in the past, and it didn't work. It said he tried to buy the Patriots at one point. That was his favorite team. We ate dinner work. one night next, to, buy the next to him, me and you. Really? Where? Mm-hmm. Um, when we were in Philadelphia? Plaza 3. Here? Yeah, me and you. He was at dinner with someone, and Troy Aikman was there. Oh, so did you, you tell me? Do remember Troy Aikman I there? do remember someone yeah. talking about Troy Aikman. Yep. I, I, you could have told me that this guy was there, and I wouldn't have known who he was. So that makes sense. And number six... I thought that was kind of cool. The Hunts. Yeah. They've got the, the Hunt family at number six. They certainly they have, have done right everything they need to be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they say that the team was bought. They could be higher than that. I think so, too. But I also don't know how these lists are put together, so I was worried that they might be low for some unknown reason. Maybe there's criticisms that we don't hear. But they say that the purchase price that they bought the team in 1963, I mean, really, they kind of created the team in 1963, right? But somebody came up with this number of $25,000 in 1963. I mean, he, he created a new football league. Yeah. So I don't know exactly how they quantify that. But $25,000 in 863 they say the current value for the Chiefs, little old Chiefs in our little old fair city. Well, we got $2.7 billion. $3.7. No, not bad. You're only, but that's pretty good, Only a right? billion off. You're only a billion off, which I guess teams now. But the point seven sounded impressive. That's it why did. I thought, yeah. It did. I mean, you could have gone like, you know, nine different ways right, with yeah. 10, I guess. Yeah, $3.7 billion. Um, they say, well, a large group of are people going to love him and when he moves that team to Kansas. <laughs> huh? uh, yeah. What are people mad about that? Do they talk about that? I think they are. Like, are they worked up? I know it's all been talk about Royals lately. Yeah, but all, now the Chiefs are, Royals, you know, but so then what happens when you start talking about the Chiefs? They already right? have. I know. That's what I'm saying. Right. Are people upset or did they already lose steam on the, on the debate them. about the Royals? They just give up. 
I don't know. I haven't. I haven't looked There's at those some sort of tax things. that yeah. they want, and people don't want to pay it. Yeah, I've seen I'm Quint- like, good, don't pay it. Quentin talks about it all the time. Bring them over. You want them? You want them? Yeah. Put them over there with Sporting KC. Put the Royals over there. Yeah. Put all that stuff over there. Build a little destination. Well, they already built it, right? You already got it. They just get it bigger and bigger. I mean, how cool would that be? You got a Chili's. I mean, at this point, I think you're good. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're going to doom scroll, my man. Another day, another shooting spree in Texas. We'll talk about that. I feel like I see those stories a lot more often than we actually talk about them. I feel like this one today is making pretty big news because, Snowcone, you're kind of a true crime guy. At least you were interested in the Idaho murders case. I don't know yep. what it is exactly about certain stories that pique our interest mm-hmm. or certain people's interest, but this is one of those that might because it looks like a crime spree, and this guy's just moving around the city, moving around the state, actually, and killing people. Have, did you see anything about this? No. Okay, but Gabby Petito, you do remember her, right? I do. Did you see that that story's in the news today? No. Her family has made accusations against Brian Laundrie's family, mm-hmm. the fiancé or whatever he was that killed, uh, killed, killed her and then killed himself. And these accusations, honestly, when I saw it this morning, I thought, I, didn't we already go through this? Because if you recall, when we were all watching that live at the time, Brian had come home, the car was at his house, we didn't know what the parents were doing. Right. Then his car was gone, had gone to the park, or whatever, that whole thing. Yeah. And after it was all said and done, everyone said, what do the parents know? Right. And when do they, they know it? Escape. They yeah. had to have known something. Well, now the family, there's been some stuff that's been revealed from these court documents, and it looks like they knew what was going on. I don't know what you do in that situation if you're a parent. Yeah. And, you, and your kid's an mm. adult and comes to you and says, I, I messed up. You already know your kid has mental health issues, right? That was something that was established mm-hmm. about him. So you, you know that that's a possibility that he could get angry and mm-hmm. act out inappropriately. Now he says this is what happened. He was out on this... You know, nationwide trip with his fiance. Now he's home alone. What do you do? I think you call. I think anyone here, honestly, as much as you say you would protect people, which we would in times that we probably sure. shouldn't. I think you would call the cops in that situation, right? Your kid says I killed her. He's going to get caught no matter what. The whole country is watching. The whole world is watching. There's cameras that are you know showing up right. outside your house. I mean, what is you, what is your option? Your options here. Well, you, you you can't sneak them out, right? There's nothing you can do. I mean, I guess this family sort of did it, but allegedly, they, this might have been what they decided to do because he did get out of the house, right? He did go to that park and killed yep. himself. And how long did the family know that? Right. And they're sitting there pretending yep. like, oh, and how old was he? We don't know where he went. How old was he? 22, 23? I don't remember. We have to look him up. He was, I think he was maybe a year or two older than her. She was young, right? Like she might have been 19 or 20. Someone on Twitch will tell us, but very young adults. So, I mean, let's just say 20. You know, what yeah. would you do in that scenario? I don't know, man. You, you, I don't know. You're busted, dude. I mean, this is horrible, but you're calling the cops. Especially when know you that know I'm that... I'm not calling the cops. I'm not calling the cops. Yeah, it's hard so, to get on your kid. I get what you're saying, but so you just you just sits there until the cops come to the house? Call a lawyer. Well, sure. That's the first Let thing the you lawyer do, no matter what. Out. The lawyer's coming in with all the people there and whatever yeah. else and whatnot. The lawyer's coming in and let him handle it. What about the family who says, our daughter's missing, and you know this family... And they're that's horrifying. I don't want to be any part of it. And you know what happened to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think that adds a whole other element to it. Of course it does. But I'm calling a lawyer. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll discuss next when we doom scroll. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. All right. What's up? 
All right, so I, I saw this today. This is big news, and I the name sounded familiar, but I had to look <laughs> him up. Norman Lear, oh yeah, he's dead at one hundred and one. We were just talking They're about like some of the shows, stuff, right? Yeah, he did a lot of he sitcoms. Died? All in the Family, The Jeffersons, yeah. uh, stuff that we had really weren't we just talking about that stuff on Monday? Maybe yeah. anyway, he died at one hundred and one. Uh, he's considered an icon in TV. Sure, they played a clip of him being interviewed from only a couple years ago with Al Roker, and I thought he had a good line. Do you think about your legacy? You know, I'm forced to think about it because people are asking me. I would say he mattered, but only if I could help people understand that's true of all of us. Every day is another production. Every day is another production. There you go. I thought that was a pretty good line. Uh, and also, you know, these there's so many of these people that you see that are 90, 95, they get up to that age, and they're still just, I mean, they look old, but they're going to restaurants. It's like, uh, uh, Snowcone, who, who, who's the, Mel Brooks. Uh, did you watch that thing with Mel Brooks and his buddies a couple years ago? I mean, those guys are in their 90s. Yeah. And I know the one guy uh, died, a Carl Reiner's dad. But, uh, or that is Carl Reiner. I get him confused. Which one's the director that directs everything? Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. So Carl Reiner was his dad, right? Yeah. But those guys are like 97 years old or whatever, sitting around watching TV, going out to diners. And I thought, man, <laughs> Lazo and I say this all the time, but we're hoping for like 75. Yeah, they're still doing good. They're having fun. Right. And they're, they're able to go do stuff. I think uh, that's... That's probably too big a ask for me. I can't ask God for that. I think God would say, "Look, you know, look at look at how you you treated yourself over the years. Do you really think that you deserve to live as good a life as some of these people live?" They probably the treated themselves pretty poorly in you Hollywood think, in the sixties and fifties. No, but as poorly as us, probably I, I, it's it's possible. I guess I don't know. Uh, so the shooting spree in Texas it left at least six people dead. Now I think there's one there's, in Vegas too, right? UNLV. The, at, uh, yeah, multiple victims at the UNLV campus shooting. The gunman's dead. That just happened though, right? Yeah, I don't know what the like timeline was on an that. hour ago. Or yeah, something. yeah. So that's since we went on the air. At least I didn't see it until we went on the air. But uh, the shooting in Texas this took place over you know a, a hours and a couple of different uh, cities. It looks like this guy was driving around. They're including at least two of these victims, I think, that they aren't certain are connected, but they're pretty confident are connected. On Tuesday morning, Northeast Early College High School was put on lockdown after shots were heard. The suspect, who police say is a man in his 30s, allegedly injured a school resource officer. Then, a man and a woman killed in an Austin area further south, followed by another incident. The suspect allegedly shooting a cyclist who was injured. Finally, on Tuesday evening, police received a burglary call at a house. Changing shots with a suspect who injured an officer, fled in a vehicle, and then crashed. Police later finding two more bodies inside that house. Authorities also say the suspect may be tied to a separate shooting about an hour away in the San Antonio area, where two more bodies were found in a residence. The local sheriff's department says the suspect has links to that home. Okay, so if they're correct, they think that this guy killed these people in San Antonio, then drives, they said, right, it was about an hour, they said, to Austin Austin area, starts shooting people there. They've identified him now, 34-year-old Shane James, according to USA Today, but I haven't seen if they have any type of uh, speculation about motive. They just know that there is a connection to a couple of these people, but I don't see anything about motive yet. When you see shooting at a school, this is crazy. One of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is you see the headline, there's a shooting at a school in Texas, and you go, oh, my God. So you click on it, and it says a resource officer was shot, but no kids were shot, and then he goes and kills people other places. And my reaction as an American is, oh, thank goodness it was nothing. 
You know what right, I mean? Sure, of like, course. Oh, no kids were shot. Yeah, no God. kids. Oh, six people dead. Okay, right, so that's you know, kids, and, right. it, and it's not fifty people. You know, right. like Pulse yeah, or something. Course. Six people dead, and they didn't shoot any kids at the school. Okay, that's good. and of course that's already bad enough that you're considering that a relief and a good story. And then we get on the air, and this shooting happens at UNLV, which I know nothing about other than that there was a shooting after we went on the air. And they said that they killed the gunman. I haven't yeah, seen any right. updates. Did you see anything about how many people were shot? Uh, or? I, I didn't. Because uh, this article I have is probably Well, I mean, I did old. see it, but. It says that they, uh, they first alerted students about the shooting at 11.54 a.m. So that would have been, what, tw- uh, 1.54 p.m. our time? Is that right, Snowcone? Vegas is on Pacific time. So yes. if it was noon there, then it would have been 2 o'clock here. It would have been the time that we went on the air. Mm-hmm. So that's when they apparently reported the shooting, or first reported the shooting. They say shortly after that, the Multiple university's victims. official Twitter account later said that the university police were also responding to additional reports of shots fired in the student union, and they asked students to evacuate the area. Then the next update I saw was that they'd shot the shooter. But that's it, right? The suspect had been, well, yeah. What I saw was the suspect has been located and is deceased. Oh, Okay. So I don't know if that means they shot him or he shot no, him yeah, themselves. Yeah. Could be suicide, right? Here's one from 14 now, minutes this was, ago. I just think about this, man. You have a kid. He's going to college. She's going to college. They're going to college. They're at UNLV. And the post on X comes out from UNLV. And it says, this is not a test. Run, hide, fight. That's what they said? Yeah. Run, oh, I didn't hide, see that. fight. Wow. I saw their update My about him being God, deceased. And you're, you're just following it because your kid goes to school there? Right. Whew. I, I don't oh, know. I see it here. Okay, this is not a test. Wow. And they, all caps, run, hide, fight. It's hyphenated. Run, hide, fight. What a what a what a world! Man. Unbelievable, what a right? world. Man. So yeah, this one doesn't say anything about him being shot. This article it just says that he's dead. Right. This doesn't say that the police shot him. But, it just said that he's been located and is deceased. I don't. But this article also says again about the shooting in the in the student union or whatever it was. It's uh, the Frank and Estella Beam Hall, yeah. whatever that is. But I've got nothing here about were students shot. Yes. You've got that. It does yeah, say it students says were multiple shot. Multiple victims in UNLV okay. campus shooting. Okay. Mine doesn't say that. Gunmen dead. That's from four minutes ago. Okay. Mine's from 14 minutes ago, so you got the fresher story there. And, of course, if you're listening to the podcast, we're like, guys, you're way off on all this stuff. But it literally just started happening after we went on the air. Uh, They did the Time Person of the Year. I think it was the Today Show that got to be the ones to – I think maybe they do this every year that they're the ones who get to announce who the people are. They announce the the nominees and all that stuff. And wasn't it yesterday they announced the Athlete of the Year was Lionel Messi? And then we talked about – Linnell. And we talked about the people who were – you know, listed on whatever day that was, Monday or Tuesday, yeah. Monday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Putin, Xi Jinping, yep. there was a bunch of people. And I think we said that we were surprised that it wouldn't just be Taylor Swift. Right. Right, because <laughs> she was already huge, either. but then everyone started talking about her. Anyone who wasn't already familiar with her, or maybe only a little bit familiar, became familiar with her because of the Kelsey thing, right? It's all over network television when you watch I football. Mean, it's, it's her year. All over sure. social media, up. it's her year. So I thought... I understand the the politicians and you know I think the women's soccer they had different or maybe that was just for athlete but who else was on the the short list it was Putin Xi Jinping I'll check uh, was Netanyahu not on there he might have been Netanyahu you know, there, there was there were quite a few politicians big stories and, oh the the actors union the striking oh, yeah. union mm-hmm. that was one of them but they did announce the okay uh, we got Hollywood strikers 
Xi Jinping, Taylor Swift, Sam Altman. Oh, Sam Altman, yes. Trump prosecutors, Barbie, Putin, King Charles, Jerome Powell. Yeah, I didn't really understand the Barbie thing, but I understand why it's popular, but is that a person? Anyway, they announced the winner this morning. The 2023 Time Person of the Year is Taylor Swift. Certainly in in a year when the world is divided, there's a lot of light and a lot of darkness. There are a number of different choices that could have represented 2023, but we picked a choice, someone who represents joy, someone who's bringing light to the world, someone who's taken her own story and made it big enough for everyone. That's the guy from Time Magazine. He was saying when they do the person of the year, they talk about it like all summer long. The staff discusses it and debates it. And that obviously there's obvious reasons to pick Taylor Swift, as we've already mentioned, but that the big thing was maybe we do someone positive this year. Instead of putting something scary on there, talk about someone who started yeah, a war or done a war. Right. Let's let's <laughs> let's try and be upbeat because it's such a dark time, which I've been hearing for the last however many years. We live in such a dark time, and I think, mm. yeah, it seems odd though. I mean, is it as dark as we say it is? I mean, we're in a yeah, it is. When they're like, hey, the, and not, this is nothing against Taylor Swift, but the vision of hope yeah. in the world is Taylor Swift. Like, this is the person who brings joy to us. Like, we're screwed. Okay. If true. that's where we're at, like there's no activist, or, right? Like it's Taylor Swift. She sings songs and yeah. dates Travis Kelsey and shows up to football games. Not that she's not talented, but if you picked her because she's the one who's bringing joy to the up. world, that's yeah. a lot uh, a lot to put on a 24-year-old pop singer. But when you hear these journalists on TV talk about over the last few years, you know, we live in such dark times, divided times. Aren't they talking about the fact that there's – Half the country supports Trump. Isn't yeah. that what they're saying? I mean, that's what they're alluding to, right? Yeah, we're divided. It's about Trump, and we're, yeah, and we're, divided. we're divided. But I think yeah. also, I mean, you know, there's Israel and the Ukraine, course, and like sure, I think sure, they're talking sure. about all that. And that stuff's more, a little more recent, but for <coughs> sure, it just seems like there's been this. You know, ever since Trump announced that he was running, and of course, ever since he got all the support that he got, and people started showing up to his rallies, it felt like that's been the rhetoric. And I know that there are plenty of people who don't get along because of their politics and could not talk to one another. But I still refuse to believe. That it is as bad as the media says when it comes to our ability to talk to our neighbors when we don't share political views. I think people do it, and I think more people could do it, but, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm a white guy, and that's always what people say is, well, it's easy for you to say you're a white yeah, guy. I think it's pretty bad. You can go to a Trump rally, and you'll be fine. I'm and like, you do, yeah. often. I went to one you guys forced but me to go. at the point... No, I think it's pretty bad. Ba- worse than I ever remember it. It's bad. I but, wrong. I mean, even if you were, if you had liberals and Republicans living next to each other when I was a kid, there was still a point to where you, okay, you voted for him, whatever. You may, during election time, be like, this guy's such out. a dick, right? Mm-hmm. But after that, it was, you it was did over. see. Mm-hmm. But, no, not only was it over, Slim, but you did see the left and the right working together. Right. So you're like the, they so had a common when, goal, which was right America. when they so when you saw Newt Gingrich and Bill Clinton talking to each other, trying to figure something out, then you were like, "Look, I hate my neighbor on a lot of these things, but we can find common ground. Why? Because our leaders found common ground. So therefore, it allowed us to be closer to our neighbors because there was common ground to be found. Right? There is no common ground to be well, found now. now. It's just over. The goal now. Like is- if you say you like this and I'm of the opposite party, then I don't like it. Right, And I don't like you. There is no coming together for the betterment of the country. There's only going to your corner, running and hiding. That's it. Yeah, and certainly in government, you're right. I mean, 
We, when I was a kid, I don't think either party thought it was okay to sabotage the country no. to make the other party look bad. Right. Which now we've been doing for of however course. many years. We're going to shut the government down and do all these crazy things that have just become the norm. And if our leaders don't find common ground, then we don't find it. Like you right. expect, you're not going to find it, but you expect us to find it at a barbecue? Yeah. Doesn't happen. Uh, well, speaking of Trump, you know, Liz Cheney put out that book. We <laughs> talked about her the last couple of days. She says he's going to be a dictator. He, uh, posted something on Truth Social about it. But he was at an event, and Sean Hannity talked to him, and Sean Hannity asked him about being a dictator. And Trump says he won't be a dictator the whole time. He'll just be a dictator on the first day. Love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border, and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. So that, okay. That, that, okay, so then he says that. I mean, it's pretty clear, right, where he's yeah. I'm going to be a dictator on day one because we're going to do this stuff. The Biden administration did tweet something out about, you know, Donald Trump has already shown blah, blah, blah. And now he says he will be a dictator. Oh, okay. I'm like, come just on, guys. It. Right. You just make, you know, that's ridiculous. Play into their hands. Exactly. Exactly. I don't, why do we have to do that? Uh, also, we'll just get this stuff out of the way, but. Um, Unless they were doing it clever, too. Sometimes you miss. That could totally be. And right. I, I, and I love on, you, but sometimes you TV. do miss nuance. And, yeah, I didn't actually read. I saw it on TV. They showed it. And right. so they could have taken out of context to make it look like there's a bigger right. beef there than there is. I should have gone and found where they actually posted it. So I only saw what they posted on TV, which was just a quick screenshot of it. But uh, the January 6th footage, there's a lot of it that we haven't seen. The uh, insurrection, party, riot, protest, whatever you want to okay. call it. We've seen a lot of footage, but apparently there's a lot of footage we haven't seen, and they're going to release this. It sounds like they're going to release all of it. Now, you have to keep in mind, the Department of Justice has all this footage. They've already okay. had it. They've used it to prosecute a lot of people. But the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, says, we're going to release this footage. They probably have to at some point. Maybe it's like a Freedom sure. of Information Act thing. I don't know. But listen to what he says. Security cameras captured tens of thousands of hours of footage with only some of it made public. Speaker Mike Johnson is vowing to release all of the tapes, but with a major caveat aimed at protecting the rioters. As you know, we have to blur some of the faces of persons who uh, participated in, in, uh, in the events of that day because we don't want them to be retaliated against and, uh, and, and, and to be charged by the DOJ. So the Speaker of the House says we're going to blur these people's faces when we release it because we don't want them to be Why? retaliated against or to be prosecuted by the DOJ. The DOJ already has this footage, man. And they should be prosecuting people. Right, and they have been prosecuting. So the DOJ already has that. So now you're saying you don't want to show their faces because you don't want, what, us to retaliate against them? You're going to protect them by right. blurring their faces. Do you believe for a second that if it were the other way around, oh, that there'd been some not. sort of riot at the Capitol because Democrats were mad and John Stewart had led the charge, right? Do you think for a second that the Republican Speaker would say, we're going to blur their faces, though? Of course not. Because, you know, we don't want anyone retaliating against them. That's like I saw people commenting saying, well, I thought that the, why wouldn't you want to expose these Antifa members who started this riot? These right, left-wing yeah. Antifa members in disguise, you know, right. who did all this because it was this this whole false flag operation or whatever it was. Don't you want to show those people? That rhetoric went away. Now it's just, you know, it got turned into, well, it was a, a protest that got out of hand. Okay. And people, you know, that you hear that and you're like, okay. And now you're to the point where the Speaker of the House says, we're going to blur their faces? Why couldn't I use that when they arrested me for a fray? No it, it just kidding. a protest that went. Yeah. Nobody even asked me. Right. Nobody, no, didn't come up. I, you know what? I, when I went I to court, it away. literally didn't come up. If, if things had just gotten a little out of hand. Yeah. You got to understand, though. I thought that if things got out of hand the way they were supposed to, you cops would be dead, and I wouldn't have gotten in trouble. You <laughs> right, see my logic exactly here. Right. And these people thought if they overthrow the government, right, they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you'll be fine. The Church of Laszlo.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Doom scroll, hot shot. Finishing doom scrolling. So, Laszlo, as you know, there are 50 states in this great union. Unfortunately, one of them is Ohio. And a lot of the uh, bad news, crappy news, depressing news comes out of Ohio. And, you know, we should really do, they always do Florida man, right? But we know that that's because of the way that they, that the police release all that information. Yeah, you know, the over the years, yeah, they've explained that that's why you get all those stories. It's not just that they're the crazy state. I think if you but start keeping, they absolutely are. But if you start keeping an eye on it, Snow Cone, especially when you watch those shows, the, mm-hmm. the tr- you know, the police things, the true crime things, out of Ohio. look how many come out of Ohio. Well, here's another Ohio one. Uh, you Beautiful may have seen this. Yeah, absolutely. You may have seen this video of the woman assaulting a worker at a Chipotle. Uh, it was a big Karen video. What? I don't remember when this came out. Also, I don't know if I saw it as soon as it came out, but it, it was a big deal a while ago. And, Lazo, you may have seen it. Snowcone, you got the clip of it, right? I'm getting it pulled up now. Oh, Snowcone's pulling it up. But this is when we were talking earlier about judge handing out, judges handing out uh, unusual sentences, and I'm all for it. When I met Lazo 20-some years ago, sure. he told me about a judge that would sentence people to strange things, and one of them was that the guy kept getting DUIs and he had to move closer to the bar. To the that bar, was, so he could walk spin, to it. And I looked that guy up. He had a, a history of doing interesting things. And what I like is if you're going to do these weird sentences, give the option. I don't know that I love the idea of saying you have to do this weird thing. You have to get an apartment next to a bar. But that's not how it works. So if that's what you're thinking, don't worry. They give you the option. They say, look, you can go to jail for this long, or we can suspend part of your sentence, and you can do this thing. So this one, when you have the video snow cone, she assaulted an employee at a, at a Chipotle. This was her screaming and, and yelling she's and arguing with food. this person for about 40 seconds. And then yeah. she throws, you know, those Chipotle trays they give you. Yeah, and there's a bunch of Drinks stuff on and it. food, Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, she threw a lot of stuff at her. Yeah, and some uh, other customers started to kind of chase her down. Yeah, because people are like, dude, you can't do that. They're trying to hold her and call the cops. Her name's Rosemary. Uh, She's 39 years old. She was found guilty on one count of assault after admitting to throwing the burrito bowl at a Chipotle Mm. cashier. This happened back in September. A judge told her that uh, he could cut off 60 days of her sentence if she agreed to go work fast food, it's up to her. Do you want to walk in her shoes for two months and learn how people should treat people, or do you want to do your jail time? I'd like to walk in her shoes. She didn't get a slap on her vest. She's going to learn how to walk in fast food, and hopefully it'll be good. And no one deserves that. So I thought, why should the city taxpayers pay for her and feed her for 90 days in jail if I can teach her a sense of empathy? My only question is when they hand out a sentence like this, does a judge call Chipotle and say, you got to hire this bitch? Right. How does that work? She sucks. Right. You know, what Chipotle's what you, like, we don't want to hire right, her. We don't have a suspended sentence. <laughs> what do we get out of this right. deal? Why do we have to hire her? She's it, horrible. It, does, she, like, does she work and not get paid? You know what I mean? I guess I could have read the whole story, but uh, <laughs> I do like the idea of judges I do like giving that, the yeah. option. And the people who get mad, I think you're getting mad because, like I said, you, 
It sounds like the judge is saying you have to do this. You don't. You could go to jail. Right. Just like probation. When you're on probation and you're taking drug tests and you're getting called you in and you're giving them that. money and you say, this sucks. Well, you don't have to do it. You can just you go, can to, go jail. to jail. I had 90 days hanging over my head for four years. I could have just gotten it over with in three months. And the truth of the matter is, I probably wouldn't have been there for 90 days. Of course. You go in, they give you 90 days. I don't know. What do you think I would have done? I think I might have done 30 days, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Do you think it would have been two months at least? Yeah, 60 probably. Okay. At least. At least. Do 60 and then like, all right, you're getting into the third month here. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can leave now. Boy, oh boy, I remember that year that I thought I was gone. All those talks that you and I had down in your office and on the phone, talking to bosses at work about, well, you should get one phone call a day, but you're going to have to call into work yeah, that's if you want to keep, keep your, your job. job. I mean, the fact that you guys were talking about keeping me on was well, why we amazing. Fire well, because I couldn't work for three months. I got in trouble with the law. You had a bad enough day. True. true. You don't need to, I'm not trying to I, compound well, life's bad instances. I sure do appreciate it. I remember the moment, and you know how bad my memory is. There's only a few things that really stand out, but I remember the moment talking to Lazo over a cigarette about, man, they're going to put me in jail because there's no way I'm going to pass this drug test. And Lazo's like, you, you'll be all right. You know, you can handle it. You'll survive. And I was like, yeah, yeah but that's not, I'm worried. I, I'm going to lose my job. That's what sucks. And Lazo goes, you're not going to lose your job. No. And I said, what? And he goes, you're not going to lose your job. He goes, we'll figure it out. He yeah. goes, you just call in or something. I'll talk to the brass. And he did. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. He's just got to call in. You know. Uh, oh, sorry. Is that my computer? Someone's yep. computer no, talking. Uh, you just got to call in once a day. And when you come back, you come back to work. That was a huge relief. Well, yeah, that's what everybody's worried a about. A huge but, yeah. but then it also became, okay, now, what about the actual jail stuff? <laughs> how, how am I going to do you in got jail? You're a tough guy. Uh, boy. Okay, I told you guys there's uh, news about Gabby Petito. She was the girl who was killed by her fiancé. We all know the story. We all followed mm-hmm. the story. And um, her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, there was a lot of speculation about what his parents were doing when Gabby was missing, and the media standing outside their house, people thought they might be digging in the backyard. Remember, for a while, they thought that they had built some sort of underground bunker in the backyard and that the mom was going out back and lifting a flap to the bunker and feeding this guy. There was so many conspiracy theories about what was going on. But now mm-hmm. some of these court records have been unsealed, and we've discovered, or the media's discovered, that Gabby Petito's family has what they think is evidence that Brian Laundrie's family knew he'd killed Gabby and was trying to, well, they were being accessories after the fact. Stunning allegations from the parents of Gabby Petito. According to a newly amended civil complaint, her family claims on August 29th, two days after the murder, Laundrie made a frantic phone call to his parents telling them Gabby was gone and he needed a lawyer. They claim the Laundrie family contacted a lawyer that day, but Gabby wasn't reported missing for another 13 days. Mm days. After a nationwide search began, Laundrie's parents and their attorney released a statement expressing hope Gabby would be reunited with her family. Gabby's family alleges the Laundries made that statement at a time when they knew she had been murdered. This says for three weeks, Brian Laundrie's parents knew that his fiance, Gabby Petito, What's was dead after he called them. This is my thing. If he said, she's gone, I need a lawyer, there's plausible deniability. Of course. She's missing, and he she's wanted gone. a lawyer. She's not around. Yeah, I need a lawyer. It depends what he said. It says, right? but yeah. yeah. If he just said she's gone, that's, I mean, no, that's vague it enough. could be true sure. that he did know, but it's not enough proof for me. As a parent, I think if I'm on trial as for accessory after the fact, to say, all we knew is that she was missing and he wanted and a lawyer. You can't, I mean, I hate to say this because people are going to, but you can't question either one of them. Right. Right. So it's like, no, well, what did he tell you? He said she was gone. Right. That's it. I thought she took off. Like, I wonder if they have, do they have this phone call? Where is this evidence coming from? But they claim that. But you could even say call. at that point, like, if you didn't get it off my phone, you just got it off theirs. I never saw any of this. Right. Right. And, th- but 
They're saying they've got this stuff in quotes that he made this call and then they put this up in quotes like the word gone. So they must have how the, I don't know how the hell they would get a hold of a phone call. I mean, it's, they wouldn't have been tapping their phones already. I mean, mm-hmm. she'd just gone missing. So but somehow maybe he left a voicemail. Maybe that's it. Maybe he left a voicemail and said, hey, yeah, she's gone. And they were able to pull her off the phone later. But to me, look, I'm not trying to defend these people, but that ain't enough. No, I'm just trying to say that they deserve a legal defense like anyone else does. And I think there's... It seems that like that legal defense is pretty... I'm the lawyer. Yeah. And I feel pretty confident right now walking in. So in the amended legal filing, uh, Gabby's parents accused the Laundries and their attorney of intentionally withholding information about the 22-year-old's death after their son frantically called them for help during an ill-fated cross-country trip. We know about all that. Um, Brian Laundry confessed to killing Gabby Petito on that trip in a notebook found near his body after his death by suicide a month later. We knew all that stuff. Right. The question is, were the parents' accessories after the fact? Look, were they? Of course. It looks almost of like course. certainly they were. But is there enough proof to charge them with something? I'm going to need to see more than a phone call that says she's gone. I need a lawyer. Yeah. That's not right. enough. If my kid calls me and says, my fiance's gone. I need a lawyer. Okay, well, plausible deniability right. here. He's worried that he can't find her. He could get accused of something. He needs legal counsel. That's fine. Then when he comes home and he's acting frantic and I'm worried, did this kid do something? He says, listen, I got to get out of here. I'm going to go take a walk in the woods or whatever. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm no, gonna, for plausible sure. deniability still. Unless I've got a text message from him that says, I killed Gabby. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Saying she's gone isn't enough. Even then. I well, mean, then I know if you're helping him hide, if you're helping to hide I know, but even hide. then, you're like, what, did he really do it? Did he mean it? Sure. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I, sure. Like anybody else, I got a text to this frantic kid. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Has he lost his mind? What's go- You know what I mean? I'm not, right. I'm not sure what's going on. I haven't talked to him. Right. No, I get it. I get it. I, I think feel like legally, there's even, they even, as, even as stark as what you just said, I still feel like you have some sort of legal out there. Like, yeah, if he says I killed her, then I think legally they'd have a good case to say you were an accessory after yeah, but the then fact. Then he came and I said, "Did you. you kill her?" And then she said, "No, there's nobody did there." Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, there's nobody to cross-examine this. Well, what they have now, if that's what they have, is that he said she's gone. I'm just saying that's not enough. Hey, I got to ask you some more questions about college sports because it's in the news a lot, and okay. there was big news today that the president of the NCAA is proposing a whole new way of paying athletes. Well, yeah, right for now, like a, yeah, right. Right now, you can be endorsed outside of the team, right? You can get endorsements from KFC or Nike or whatever, right. and you are allowed to make money on your name yes. and likeness, right? That's the only way student-athletes in the NCAA supposedly, make money yes. right now, supposedly. But the president, suddenly, I thought the NCAA was all anti-paying players. It's never going to happen. We don't want any of these endorsements. Right. They get their scholarships. and that They've been defending that stance as long as I can remember. For up, sure. Up until There's a forever. court case, though, where they may have to pay back money. Oh, I didn't the know NCAA, that. It's like a lot of money. You have to look it up, but it's like you know they're Just being sued. Athletes? Yeah, interesting. So, so now you saw the story. This guy says he wants to you know not just allow them to make money off their name likeness, but start paying some pay of them. Yeah. yeah, old idea from the NCAA president proposing for the first time ever schools be allowed to pay student athletes. The potential shift could impact a policy passed two years ago that allowed players to earn money through endorsements outside of school. NCAA President Charlie Baker now wants to allow schools to take part. Baker called for an entirely new athletic division to be created. Participating schools would invest at least $30,000 for each qualifying athlete, male or female, annually. Yeah, so I don't totally understand. What is this, like a HSA? You know, you're putting money into an account and then you pay they this out to student trust. athletes? Okay, so like I heard a, it was trust. a trust. Okay. Yes. So, by the way, the headlines for this this morning were 
This is a sh- like this one right here. NCAA floats proposal to pay athletes in college sports stunner. Everything I read said that people were surprised by yes. this. They weren't expecting this. They did not expect him to because they fought tooth and nail for so long to say student athletes should not get paid. But this says they are now pushing for rules that would allow schools to directly pay college athletes for the first time. Um, they say the proposal outlined in a letter to Division One colleges today would allow schools to enter into name, image, and likeness deals directly with their students. The NCAA lifted its ban on athletes profiting off name, image, likeness deals in 2021. Charlie Baker, the NCAA's president and former Massachusetts governor, wrote that colleges and universities need to be more flexible, and the NCAA needs to be more flexible, too. Right. That's crazy, right? It is pretty crazy, and I don't know how they're going to do it. There seems to be like a lot of... I thought they didn't like name, image, likeness when it passed. I thought they didn't like that. There seems to be... Well, yeah, I mean... Now are they just seeing the direction that people? No, I mean the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, and they realize that Americans want them paid. Right. The Nebraska coach said the other day, in order to get a good quarterback in the transfer portal, it'll cost you one and a half to two million dollars. Wow. Well, you know what? You make a lot of money off a good quarterback. Right. No, that's true. I'm not. I don't have any problem with them getting paid, but you know, there probably has to be. I do. I haven't read everything that they said or what they're proposing, Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's all there yet. No. But you have to sign up for it. If you don't sign up for it, then you're not in the same division. Yeah, that's the thing I don't understand is right. creating this new division. So, like, if you're a college, you're like, we're not paying every athlete right. thirty thousand dollars. Then right. you get put in a different division where they don't get paid. So, not just oh, you know, are you division one, division two, division three? Competitive wise, it would just be a whole. Different are you a group. school that pays? Yes, and that would be that's what it sounds like to me. Right? Are and you then, a school that pays? And then in that, that's where you would get the yeah, yeah. playoffs and the championships and the new leagues and everything else. It's, Which would be really interesting with all, and I don't know how it's going to work. Like I said, I haven't read all the articles and didn't understand everything. I've got some I read. bullet points here, Bob. but what would happen to like the Big Twelve here if nine of the schools said we'll pay? Right, and the others don't. The others don't. Then do they just are they out of the Big Twelve? That, says, it opens up a whole different. And if the nine say they will pay, and then say you know ten out of the Big Ten, you know eight out of the SEC, although all of them would, and eight out of the ACC, I got to imagine all of them would, but if they didn't, then does all that just become one big conference and it has all this conference alignment and all the money that the networks paid? Is that all out the window? Well, here's the three bullet points from the end of this article because the the ones at the beginning are just explaining how it's been in the past, what we've gotten to now. But these, these talk about the proposals. It says schools with the most financial resources and the biggest brands, that's in quotes, would form a new subdivision that could set its own rules for roster size, recruitment and transfers. The next thing it says, the pro sorry, the proposal suggests the money would have to be distributed within the framework of title nine, meaning equally between men and women. And then he says, Baker wrote that the rules would quote, help level what is fast becoming a very unlevel playing field between men and women student athletes, end quote. Okay, so they're all going to get $30,000. That's my understanding because it's got to follow the Title IX rules. Right. But, but if certain schools say, we're not going to do this... Then they wouldn't go into that. So then why would you a complete subdivision. Why so. would you go to a school that doesn't pay if you're a student athlete well, and you maybe could get you're not paid good somewhere enough to... Is that what it becomes? I would think if so. If you don't pay, then those schools are just like, well, we're not competitive enough to pay our athletes anyway. But... If you come play at our Division three school where you don't right, pay, you might get picked up now. by right. You might get picked up by a school that does pay eventually, right? yeah. or you know, or you may you may just maybe, play football here. Yeah, maybe you just want to play four more years of football. Good yeah. for you, but, but we don't pay you like Alabama does. Is or, it safe to assume that some of these Division three schools, like or the Division two schools, like the one I went to, would they just say we're D two, we're not going to pay? Yeah, I think most okay. of them would. Okay. So it would be they D1 probably don't schools. pay now, but those schools could probably still do name, image, likeness. They're allowed to do that now, right? Right, I think so. Yeah, 
I just don't know how many of those so, kids right. are getting the but, benefits of that. But okay, and then finally, Snowcone. I know we got to wrap this up, but this is all part of this uh, college football drama that's been going on over the weekend. Meatball Ron, uh, he's running for president. Ron DeSantis, and you know he's a Republican. Republicans like small government. They want to stay out of your way. Uh, you know, let businesses do their thing. They don't need a bunch of restrictions. They don't need people intervening. Except when it's Ron. He likes to intervene. He likes the government to toy with people. And now he is threatening that he's going to set aside a million dollars so that he can sue, I guess, the NCAA over Florida State yeah. not getting into the college football I was football waiting for playoffs. that. I didn't know that he would do it, but I thought somebody would. He's, he's threatening there's, it. There's come, like, Tennessee got in a lot of trouble for paying players mm-hmm. and whatever else and whatnot, and they, the NCAA started to talk about, you know, punishment. Yeah. And the senators are like, yeah, do it. Well, and we'll sue your ass in Tennessee court. And they're like, okay, well. So the punishments they gave down were like, well, you hear them now, and they're just, they're nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the frustrating part about it, is that they'll say like, oh, we're going to take away your scholarships. Yeah. Well, scholarships don't matter anymore. Right. So you have 85 scholarships. People are like, oh, they're going to take away 10 scholarships. Well, who cares? Right. Because with name, image, likeness, just pay for the scholarships. Right, right. So I'm only allowed to have 85, but so what? Yeah. These guys are making millions of dollars. Just pay for the scholarship out of that. Yeah. Instead of giving them $1.2 million, give them $1.4 million right. and have them pay for college. Like, the yeah. scholarships doesn't matter. I don't know a how scholarship is a way is to get work. school for free. We already get in school for free. Well, and and with the Florida you're making State name thing, likeness money. With the Florida State thing, Meatball Ron was was very clear in saying, "Look, if we do something, it's not going to affect their ability to play this year. No, it would no. be punishing them yeah, later." I know a lot of people have been disappointed. I know the the school and the board of governors are looking to see is there anything uh, that can be done. I don't think there would be anything that where they could get relief prior to the tournament, obviously. But in terms of uh, going forward, and I don't know if there is. So anyway, there's talk about setting aside this money I to think potentially sue uh, because Florida State did not get into I mean, the just, college I think, you know. And they were undefeated, for people who don't know, and there they was were. a decision made. We talked about it yesterday. If you're not familiar, Lazar did a good job explaining it yesterday's podcast, which would be uh, December 5th. Yeah. And uh, it's been a huge story, a huge story, right. and it is kind of confusing I think they should about how sue they them. do it. Yeah, who's the greatest player to come out of Florida State? Deion Sanders. Mm, I'd say Tamaric Vanover. He was good. Didn't he go to Florida State? He did. I got one. There you I got go. one. It's the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Listen, I didn't have a, a audio for this, but I did have a story that I wanted to tell you. Snowcone, you might have seen this. The DC Uber driver that got robbed, did you guys see this? No. Here's the headline Thieves Rob DC Uber Eats Driver. Okay? They stole his phone, they wanted his phone. And he gives them, you know, hands it over, hands them the phone. And they said, oh, it's an Android. And they gave it back to him. No. Yes. They didn't want his Android phone. I thought this could be a good sense. M- marketing campaign for like oh, Pixel, an Android with you. Pixel phones or something. Yeah. Like, hey, you know. Well, if you're an Apple. You're, yeah. If you're, you should say, we'll give you an old one. <laughs> yes. That way, that'd if, be anybody, great promotion if anyone for steals Apple. it from you, just hand them the Android. Exactly. Because nobody wants Carry it anyway. one in your pocket. Right. right. That would be such a good promotion for them. To just say, hey, you know what? You should always carry a right. Android phone just in case someone asks for your phone. Yeah. Right. So they think that's all you have. I just thought that was super funny that they gave it back to him. I mean, look, I don't know. The, <laughs> the whole stealing phones thing, we see all these videos of everyone's getting robbed, Macy's and these department sure. stores. But when they rob Apple stores and electronic stores, I just think, why it's are you so taking sense. those GPS trackers with you? Yeah, anyway? I feel like you're, you're, you're caught. Brick them what are you doing with them? Right. And if you go on like Facebook Marketplace 
and look at used phones, you'll find a lot of them for sale in the area. And when you look at them, you kind of know based on price and how new it is or whatever, you're like, this phone is not going to work. Right, this, right, right. So, you know, Apple or someone is looking for this phone, and if I go buy it, it right. it's stolen. I don't understand stealing something where they can track you, but my thought is maybe if Apple calls the police and says, look, they stole the stuff, but we have GPS, that the cops go, we don't have time to do that. I mean, that's what it is, right? The cops just say, look, they robbed, you know, five, six, ten thousand dollars worth of electronics from well, I'm the sure store. the cops go get it. You think they do? Yeah, like in I Philadelphia think, or something, you think they say, well, look at your GPS yeah, stuff and they'll find store, them? Yeah, I think they go get it. Yeah, then why do they keep doing it? They steal stuff that just seems like it would be so easy to track. And I maybe, just thought, well, yeah, maybe, maybe they the have co- a way to get around it. I have no idea. Yeah, I just thought maybe the cops just decide, you know what? Uh, we don't have time for that. We got murders to solve. You got a lost. Well, I think they go get it if somebody broke into the Apple store. I would certainly think if you lived in like a nice suburb or whatever, the cops would be like, sure, we got something right. to do. That sounds great. Snowcone, you're the only one here with TikTok. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you got on there? Mm, the other day. Okay, so you might have seen this. I Someone tried. Someone me Squid Games TikToks. Oh, you've been watching that on Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the reality show. Yeah, I know. I'm just reminding people you've yeah. been watching it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. The last one's tonight. Oh, it is? Yeah. How's the guy from Kansas City doing? Well, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. But that was the story, right? There is a guy... There's uh, a guy from Kansas City and his old friend Rick. Rick's the man. Okay. Oh, you like Rick? Everyone likes Rick? Everyone loves Rick. Okay. I need to watch that. I'll just Rick's write it down. the best. Is it just called Squid Games Reality yeah, or something? comes up first Squid thing. Games, the, uh, there's, a, there's another title. Okay. I'll watch it tonight. I watched The Gambler with... Uh, uh, what's his name? Mark... Uh, we just did this the other day. We couldn't think of Mark Wahlberg's uh, name. Yeah. John Goodman? There's yeah, a, John Goodman's that? so what's good that? in that. Every time that movie comes up, you're like, Isn't I should watch movie? this. No, it's old. Well, I told you about it once, and then I think Nick Wright was here one time, and it came up in conversation. And both of those times, you're like, I need to watch this movie. I've we never seen like, it. Yes, it's Mark Wahlberg. It's probably we just ten a years clip old. From it not too long ago. Yeah, because the the, the scene the speech in it. John Goodman's speech about uh, you know how you should handle your finances. Mm-hmm. He's in the movie really only a couple big the scenes. F-U money, yeah. And people compared him at the time to Marlon Brando because. He's in like a, uh, a gym in the in the spa or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's got his shirt off, and he's sitting there with the towel around his neck, and he kind of looks like Brando. Yeah. But he's got a couple of great scenes, and you're a Mark Wahlberg fan. I am. The whole movie is just about this guy whose grandpa is like the what, 17th or something richest guy in California, but this guy's broke because he gambles. He can't stop gambling. He's got people coming after him. Omar from The Wire. Oh, it's the uh, – I'm looking it up. The guy who wrote it is the same guy who wrote The Tender Bar. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the movie sort of, I, I guess, didn't do much, but you would love it. I love it. Snowcone, you love it, right? I know uh, Nick loved it. Yeah, yeah. I only saw it once, but I liked it. I mean, especially I think if you're a gambler, then you can relate a little bit. Probably okay. not Probably not to this level. But the final Squid Games is tonight. There you go, Final the Squid challenge. Games. So when I get Wait, on, it's the same guy I wrote. I the Departed. I, mean, I meant to look up. What? Really? Yeah. I, well, I mean, the part I, is based off that yeah, movie, right? William right, Monahan. Like yeah. William Monahan, writer, The Departed, Kingdom of Heaven, Body of Lies, Edge of Darkness, London Boulevard, The Gambler, Mojave, Tinder Bar, and Marlowe. Maybe he wrote okay. on The Departed. Maybe. But Lazo, you should watch it. I think I watched it on Prime or maybe Stars. But you have those things, right? I think it's on Prime. And you said you're on Prime all the I all am. the time. Yeah, just look up Gambler. I thought of you last time. I was like, man, Alonzo, I wonder if you ever watched this movie. It's so good. I hadn't seen it in a few years. It's on Prime. Yeah, I think I watched okay. it on Prime. Could have been Stars because I subscribed to Stars through there, but I think it was on Prime. Uh, so, Snowcone, you've got TikTok. Uh-huh. I try to – I don't have the app because I'm scared. I'm worried they're going to, you know, 
the government's told me I should be scared of them yep. that they're going to hack yep. my phone or something, so I don't download it. But I do see online, okay, what are the TikTok trends right now? Mm-hmm. What are the kids doing? And the one I've seen now for the last couple of days, the last one we really talked about was the World War II Rome thing, right? Oh, right. Was it just Rome? How often do you think about Rome? Uh, Roman Empire, yeah. Yeah, the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. And they asked, it was girls asking their boyfriends mm-hmm. or husbands, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Mm-hmm. This one I really don't understand because this, this girl on TikTok told people, listen, you need to go to your man, record it, and ask him to name one woman. Have you seen this? No. You haven't seen this? No. I, I really don't get this. Ask your man to name a woman. If that guy says any other name than yours, you should start a fight. Name one woman. Name a woman? Yeah. Anne Hathaway? <laughs> what? Name one woman. That's the question? Yeah. Alex? <gasps> Duh. <laughs> How stupid do you think I am? Okay, so wait a second. If I don't say your name... You've been instructed to start a fight with me? Now, I don't look, understand. I know that they say TikTok might be being used for these nefarious purposes. And, I don't know, understand. So you ask, if a woman comes up to me and says, name one woman, and I don't say her? She's supposed to start a fight with you. Like, call me an a-hole or something? I guess. but it, Like just, if it's your girlfriend. Yeah, if it's your girlfriend. Or your you know, girlfriend or wife or whatever. Woman, yeah. And she asks you to name someone. And guys, if you hear this and this happens to you, make sure you say her name. Or don't. Actually, yeah, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't say her name. Yeah. Say, uh, let me think of it. everyone. But you say your sister's name. Yeah. Say, you know, that'd be good. Yeah, say your sure. sister's name. And just immediately, boom, you know, Megan. She's like, <laughs> wow, which one? Your sister, right. of course. Start a fight with her. Because if they're going to do this, it's one thing when they say, oh, TikTok is being used as propaganda for young people to form these political views that they wouldn't right. otherwise have, and it's dividing the nation and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. But if, it, if you're using it to start fights with me, now that now I'm angry. Right, okay. Don't, don't start fights. And also, the way she says right. it. Name one woman. Snowcom. That's what I was going to say, too. I, I, knew, you I knew you would. I knew you would. The way that she starts the conversation, saying if he doesn't do it, start a fight. I'm like you. You like starting fights. I just it's thought it proof. was odd that he picked Anne Hathaway of all people, but good for him. I know. I know. Maybe Julia just saw, Roberts came to my mind. Well, maybe he just saw a movie with her. Or something. That's what I was thinking. Maybe yeah. she'd just been on TV, or he'd been thinking about whatever happened to her. Right. But it is a, a weird one. And by the way, if your girlfriend came up to you and said, "Name one woman," I, I just said I Madeline thinking, Albright. Madeline Albright. That's a good one. I would have thought. I don't I know so why I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to say. In my head, no other names came up, but it was like, uh, you know, do someone powerful. Yeah. Don't say Taylor Swift. Like, in my head, I'm like, this is a trap. Yeah. And I, I wanted to say, I thought they were going to start a fight in the sense of, like, if I said, you know, Taylor Swift or Katy Perry or something, they'd be like, that's how you think all women are. Right. So my head, as quick as that was, with you know, .002 of seconds was like, you know, say Sandra Day O'Connor. That's probably better. Like where right? I was headed, right? Yeah, because if you say someone, you say Selena Gomez, right? Yeah, or not Selena Gomez, uh, Ariana Grande, Grande right. right? Then it's like, well, what? How often do you think about Ariana Grande? You're like a lot, well, a lot more than I think a about lot. Sandra Day O'Connor. Right. But I knew you wanted to be a bitch about this. <laughs> exactly, you knew it was coming. And if you just name one woman off the top of your head, who would it be? I know you said Sandra Day O'Connor, but if I just asked you and we weren't playing this game, I said name one woman. Who would you say? Me? Julia Roberts came to mind. I, I don't Me know too. why. But. Because Mine she's was like Madeline Albright. I know, but I'm saying if I just asked you out of the blue, name one woman, and it Madeline wasn't some Albright. sort of trap, you're going to go with Madeline Albright. That's name, what came in my head. Name one man. Mel Gibson. Clive Owen. Justin Trudeau. Okay. I'm going with Trudeau. I only said Mel Gibson because I was just looking up those movies a minute ago. I, was, and I wanted to circle back to this what Mel Gibson. All those know. movies that that guy wrote, Yeah, there was two that I didn't know. 
The guy that did The Gambler? Yeah, and he did The Departed, and those other ones I hadn't seen before. And he did one movie. Did he do the one with that other guy that dragged across concrete? No, because I would have known that. He did one. Because that's the guy that did Bonehawk. What's that movie called, Snowcone? Tomahawk, Bonehawk, or whatever. Did you ever see that with Kurt Russell? The he did a movie? movie called Edge of Darkness, and I clicked on it, and it was starring oh, Mel Gibson. I so mean, I was like, oh, okay, that's why I didn't see that. Is Bone that the one? Tomahawk. Is Edge of Darkness the one where his daughter is a uh, an environmentalist, and she goes and attacks some group? And he, I saw that in the theaters with my brother, I think. I think that was supposed to be... Let me look and see if that's the right one. Because Mel Gibson obviously got uh, temporarily canceled for a while, and then he had this like comeback, and the movie was in theaters, and I think that's it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I saw that in theaters. Okay, yeah, see, so that was why Mel Gibson came to mind, because I was like, oh, it's a Mel Gibson movie, I didn't see it. It's weird that Mel Gibson didn't get canceled, canceled. You know, we've canceled some people that have been canceled. We I haven't did, seen, we I, did, kind I, of. I haven't seen Matt Lauer in a long time. Yeah, except that then they brought him back, because it didn't happen twice, or it just happened once. I feel like it happened twice with the anti-Semitism, but maybe it's just once. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was twice. So well, I think it was the one anti-Semitism and, and two the white the phone stuff. calls. Yeah. yeah, but I thought anyway they let him come back. They put him in movies. They put him in theaters. They're not big movies. Well, no, but the fact that it's in a movie theater, it's big enough that it was in a theater. Someone paid for it. And I, <laughs> looking back, I think if he'd gotten in that kind of trouble in 2018, 19, 20, if he'd done the same thing for the first time, then where's Matt Lauer? He wasn't nearly I as seen big. Him at yeah, all. no, you're right, Matt. But. Matt Lauer wasn't nearly as big as Mel Gibson either. I get it. But so some the cancellation of Matt Lauer is a lot more. When you cancel Mel Gibson, he still gets to do a couple movies that go straight to your Netflix. It's just bizarre. But then he also got to do those movies that you like with Will Ferrell, right? Uh, where he was yeah, in he the sequel, right? I mean, he got. Well, that more. was almost the joke of it. Though. I get it. They weren't big movies, but. Well, no, they were big movies. The guys, they were huge movies. I think a lot of people or saw them. Or maybe not big parts. He wasn't starring well, I in the think, new Lethal uh, Weapon. Like, who's your dad? You know, you're this toughest guy in the world. Yeah. And then the big reveal was like, well, who is your dad? And then he turns around, and it's Mel Gibson. You're like, well, Jesus Christ, no wonder why. That's the joke of Mel Gibson being in. Okay, I'm asking you, based on, if you go back, maybe you don't remember, if you go back and look at what he said, you know, when he said the anti-Semitic stuff, you as a person, if you were a producer, if you worked in Hollywood, would you hire that guy ever again? I mean, you know, I get it. He didn't kill anyone. Right. He didn't rape anyone. Those things would be worse, but... If you're just going to say something, eh, it's pretty bad. No, it was bad. I, I would think that you'd just be gone. You wouldn't see him in movies anymore. Who else got canceled at Snowcone in the batch of uh, Me Too's? I was uh, thinking Matt Lauer. But... Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, well, he went to prison, right? That's, yeah. I mean, he was raping people, though, right? Uh, Kevin who else? Spacey. Kevin Spacey. There you go. Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin Spacey has tried to make sort of come back. And he also went to court. Did you see that? A, uh, a couple weeks ago, no. he was found innocent. Oh, really? Yeah. So what do you do with that? Found not guilty. Found not, sorry, you're right. Found not guilty. So what do you do with that? I don't know. You know, he acts like, there it is. I told you so. He it's like eh. weird-ass YouTube videos where he's playing Frank from House of Cards. Yeah, and, he, and when he first so introduced weird. himself, he's like, you know, talking about how he's been a victim. That was so weird. He, he, do you know the one I'm talking about? I know what it's like to be victimized. Yeah. By, and it's like, whoa, but he's like dude. Playing, but he's like in character yeah, from House of Cards. Frank. It was so weird. Yeah. But, I mean, is he going to be in movies again? Maybe God. he has been. I don't know. It's just kind of weird that Mel Gibson know. kept doing stuff. But if he's going to keep he doing stuff. Done, like I'm looking at. I, mean. I know, but he was in stuff. And he did do mm-hmm. that, the Vince Vaughn movie, right? And that guy was being talked about, that writer-director. He'd had some success. So there are movies that maybe don't all go to theaters, but those, those Big Daddy movies. Is that, what, was it, what were those called? Not oh, Big Daddy. This one's called Daddy's On Home. the Line. Came out in 2022. Los oh. Angeles shock jock Elvis Cooney oh, leaves his wife and daughter to go to work at KLAT during what? the midnight slot. 
Oh, we're watching this. He is this. introduced to the new intern, Dylan, on whom he plays a prank at the start of his shift. Okay, well, I mean, a radio movie? When's the last yeah. time we had a radio movie? On the line. We've got- I mean, I-, I know Mel Gibson hasn't been canceled. I'm telling I get it. But... And I get that there's as someone... as close to canceled as you can get. I get what you're saying. And I also... Can, it's as close. I can try to empathize with the person who... Maybe it's a Jewish person who works for the <laughs> studio and says, I don't like this guy, but we have no money, and he's a name, and we can get him for nothing because, like you said, he hasn't been totally canceled, but he's been he's, sort of I mean, canceled. there's nothing... So do you say, well, you know what? Yeah. I need this movie to be seen by people. I'll go ahead and hire him. I, I don't know. I just think, uh, I, I don't I, know how it works. I'm not I mean, mad I'm at them, I guess. I'm looking at a man. It's like, up to them, but it just seems it seems odd. Here, I'll play you. I can take us I out, Sokon, with the trailer for On the Line, because I think there's only been two radio movies ever. You got Play Misty for me with Clint Eastwood, right? Mm-hmm. And then what was the Oliver Stone movie, Laszlo, in the late 80s about the jock who gets shot by the listener? What was that called? Oh, it's like it's like a must see for everyone. In the, uh, Fisher uh, King. Fisher King was that the name of it? Well, that's one of them with Robin Williams. Was he in it? I don't know. There's not a lot of radio movies. I guess is my point. I don't couldn't tell you the last time that there was a movie about someone in radio. Every now and then, there's a character who has a job at a radio station. Yeah. Jason Bateman did it in something we saw, and he was like a producer. He had Snow Cone's job, where he sat behind this glass, and I think. Uh, it was a shock jock. You know that guy's name. I can't think of him, the guy that does Top Gear. But he was a producer like Snowcone, sitting behind glass, taking calls, and then he's got this huge, nice apartment You know that apparently he's paying for with this producer right. job. Or right. Ashton Kutcher, was that the Just Married movie? It was one of those. Mm-hmm. And he just does traffic in the middle of the night. Oh, that's that right. That was his job. That's right. He was paying his rent by going on the air a couple times in the middle of the night and going, night. you know, yeah, and that was it. That was his job. Yeah, that's Hey, but you know what? If they're going to portray radio, I'd rather they do it that Seriously. way than the, the honest way. Let's see what Mel Gibson has to say here. All right, people. Settle in. Relax. <laughs> Give me a call. This is On The Line. Man, he's good looking. Are you ready? I'm always ready. We're expecting your calls. Talk to Elvis live on air and tell him about all of your issues and problems. If it isn't the greatest radio host. Okay, we got Gary on the line. What say you, Gary? Oh boy. Gary, are you with us? I'm going to do something really screwed up tonight. You at home? No. Does the home belong to someone you know? No. It belongs to somebody not very nice. And I'm, I'm going to take out his whole family. Ooh. Gary, what was that? I'm breaking into the house. Hey, 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 Gary. Stop. Wait, come on. Why hurt his family? I mean, Lazo, have you ever had a caller call in and murder someone while they were on the phone with you? No. Never had that. No. We did have that guy who admitted to kidnapping someone, and he went to prison for a while. And that yeah. was a bad story. Like, tied someone up, broke yeah. through their door and all this stuff. Wait, sent us the story. Yeah, I, we did this thing for a while, and I think I might have actually done it one time when Lazo was out. But it was, you know, tell me what crimes a you secret. got committed. Yeah, like a crime. And we also did the secret thing later. But it was just tell me what you know, the worst crime you've ever committed, whether you got caught or not. And this guy had by far the craziest story of he broke into this woman's house, I tied her up, the whole thing. I didn't believe it at first because it was so crazy, but then he sent me the news article. Seriously? He'd been convicted. Yeah. Wow. It was pretty crazy. Wow. Guys, how do we watch this movie together tonight? Can we watch it on Prime or something? Well, Look it up, I'm Snow watching Squid Games. 
Oh, Snow Cone's watching Squid Games. I want to see this. Mel we'll we'll find movie. a time to watch it. Okay. It looks good. There, by the way, there's. I've looked. I know you said Mel Gibson didn't get canceled. Yeah. But in the last five years, about 20 movies you've never heard of before, we can watch them all. We can do a Mel Gibson marathon. I'm down. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. You got big plans tonight? I don't. You? Uh, I, I might. I'm considering paying $6 to rent that Mel Gibson movie and watch it tonight. But, Lazo, you got to watch The Gambler. I know we're talking about 10-year-old movies, but that's one that every time it comes up, you say you're going to watch, and then you keep forgetting to watch right. it. you got to watch that on my list. Snow Cone's going to watch Squid Games. He's yeah. all excited I'll about that. I'll watch The Gambler. Yeah, and I'll tell you guys how this... I just want to tell you because this is crazy. Because mm-hmm. the world works in weird ways. So I've been looking because... I know sometimes we disagree on stuff, and it can be we agree on so many things so that when we disagree on stuff, I can be OCD about it. Yeah, and I'm like, no, this dude was canceled. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, he wasn't. He's still in movies. I'm like, nobody's seen these movies. So anyways, I went through all these movies, a bunch of them, mm-hmm. that he was in that nobody saw, right? Um, but he was in a movie called The Beaver. Yeah, that's the one we were talking about, the puppet movie. And Matt Lauer's in it. Oh, but that was before Matt Lauer got canceled, but though, right? what? We just combined the two? That's I so had no crazy. idea they were in something together? That's really crazy. What? I don't know. That's bizarre. I, sometimes stuff like that just happens. I don't know. It makes you wonder, Lazo. Maybe there's a glitch in the Matrix. Hmm. Do you, crazy. Do you remember? Well, it doesn't matter. I'll tell you off the air, but Snoko and I had a really weird coincidence over Thanksgiving. It's such a weird coincidence that I almost don't believe that it's true, but I'll, I'll tell you about it off the air. We don't have time. Well, no. Tell me. It's, stu- it's stupid. So I, w- I, w- I text Snoke and I had been texting one day. Uh, it might have been Thanksgiving Day, day before, something like that. I was in Florida. And I asked him um, a-, a question about a guy who'd had a viral video f- like 15 years ago. I mean, no. uh, 13, 14 years ago. It's an old viral video. And I hadn't seen it forever. And I look it up and I watched it. So then the next day, Snowcone claims that he had been on a date when I texted him, and he hadn't seen my text until later, and that while he was on that date, he and this girl had gotten into a conversation about generational gaps, right? Things that he knows oh, that she doesn't. Dan Deacon video. And yeah. he brought up this drinking out of cups, Dan, De- Dan Deacon viral video from what year did that come out? God, well, 2007, 2008, yeah. something like yeah. that. So he claims that at the same time that I didn't night, know it was Dan Deacon. he was watching it while I'm watching it, on my phone. That's a pretty weird coincidence, right? Yeah, it is. If it's true. And I had no idea that was Dan Deacon. Because I had a Dan Deacon album years ago. Like, I knew he was a I, and musician. I just, I just knew he was some sort of electronic I musician. And I, the rumor about that video was always that someone had uh, filmed their friend on an acid trip. Yeah. And then later, it was revealed, no, that's a, a track from... I have no idea. Not, guys you remember Drinking Out of Cups? No. The viral video? No. Not my, not my floor. I didn't pay for that floor. Not me, no. not never. Not chair, not With the problem. lizard? No. It's not my chair. Yeah, no. right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. No. Not me, not hands. never. Mr. Mr. Balloon I don't remember hands. anything of it. Drinking out of cups, Drinking acting like a cups. bitch. You, you'd like it, I think. Right? Yeah, I think you'd like it. Mm-hmm. And you know who did it, Snow Cone? Was uh, the guy that did a sketch journal. Who did a United States of whatever? Liam oh, Lynch. Right, yeah. I found out that he's the one who animated the video. Oh, Yeah, okay. yeah. So he's the one who made it famous. All right, there you go. That's it. All right, well, good show, Liam Lynch. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.